listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I runneth on streets. I tell this them, no wonder. The cheapest thing I have on my belt, it's 400. Real recognizeth real. And you don't looketh familiar. If my girl worked at a spa, man, she still wouldn't feel you. Cocaine flow, they done dropped me in the pot. I came out hard and I sold out the block. Titty two chains, I've been killing hairdos. So many dates, my calendar, it looks tattooed. Got my mind on my moolah, my tech nine got a cooler. They scratch your name a doula. They like how the fuck do you do ya? Don't make me number two ya. Shout out to number two. Hey, welcome to the Black Out <laughs> Test Podcast with your host Rod and, and Karen. And, and uh, when he said two ya, uh, is he talking about like number two, like a little kid, or he invented a number two ya like that? I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't oh, quite shit. understand. Uh, well, two chains is so deep and prolific that. Only he really knows what he means by number two, yeah. I okay, mean, I just, I just could be saying, sure. you know, shit you, you know, like make you, make you shit, flush you down the toilet. Who knows, Karen? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. He he kind of makes up his own vocabulary as he goes. I've learned. Well, this is a it's a very special edition of a Sunday night show for the Black Guy with Tips. Uh, of course, it's a comedy podcast we do three times a week. 
we being me and my wife uh karen yep yep um and uh the model of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny and today's guest are uh people that i've listened to karen's listened to i remember we went we went on a road trip uh one day and uh we put this podcast in i think it was actually the second episode you ever did and um yep we was on our way to shut it all yeah and we've been listening ever since um and uh, it, 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 it's my man. Um, the first voice is my man, Classic Materia. Uh, he calls the show um, sometimes on. Uh, he got his own theme music. Yeah, when he can wake up, <laughs> when he can wake up on, on West Coast time and give us a call um, in, in, uh, in Charlotte and uh, talk to us about um, you know whatever's on his mind, whatever we talked about that week on the show. Um, it's my man, Classic Materia. Uh, C L A S S I C K Materia. M-A-T-E-R-I-A. And, and that's not like material, like an old Southern black man pronounced business. It's yes. actually, <laughs> it's actually from, uh, the Final Fantasy. Uh, so, say so what's up there, right? Classic. What's up, everybody? Hello, Rod Karen. Uh, it's a joy and honor to be back on the show. And of course, as, a, as people know, material was unintentional. Yes, it does fit with Final Fantasy, but really, when I was typing it in on Twitter, I ran out of letters. So, mm. uh, there's no L in my name. That's all. There's no L at the end. That's all. But you just needed that K, though, huh? Yeah, I had to put that K in there. You know, I had to be, uh, I had the 90s with it, you know. I'd be like, <laughs> classic, son. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, for a while, I used to be like, why is his name classic material? Wait a minute. That's not right. Yeah. I, don't... No, I, I mostly get, oh, I thought she was a chick because it says materia. You know, oh. Yes, and I a. thought that was short for material. That's why I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, well, man, that's not right. I spoke to him before. That's not going to yeah. be correct. So, so, so when you send nudes to the uh, direct message, it's only ladies that need to send it, not not fellas and please be discreet because you know i thought you was trying to be deep kind of like that public en- enemy album uh music public enemy. <laughs> <laughs> remember that shit the music and our mess age and i was like oh they deep as hell like but then oh, uh so, so, i just found out he just ran out of letters so okay mm. yeah. oh, so, that's, that's, so that's i'm a shallow motherfucker yeah. <laughs> so there's no need to send you my fabric patterns or anything like that <laughs> oh shit shouts to joanne fabrics <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, uh, he's, uh, one of the hosts of the, cl- uh, Coastal the Podcast. Um, you can go to coastlitherpodcast.com or follow them on Twitter at coastlitherpod. Uh, they also have a Facebook, a Google Plus, a Tumblr, and a Pinterest page. I, we don't even have a Pinterest page. What the hell is Pinterest? I've been trying to figure we, out what that we is. We joined Pinterest and we spent four weeks going, what the fuck is Pinterest? Okay, you well know, then the, I don't the, feel bad. It's, it's like a mess, like a bulletin board. You can pin up stuff on there. So it's kind of like Tumblr in that respect. A lot of photo, but it's all photo and then people just comment on photos but you can like link up your website or like certain web pages and it'll take a photo off of there and then the, the photo will link to your page so like tumblr yeah people comment it's it's, it's pretty cool all right now the second voice you heard on the show is uh actually i believe you're the youngest member of the coast slither uh group right arguably Arguably. Yeah, arguably. Um, oh, it's, arguably. Either you is or you ain't. Well, you got you beat by minutes, seconds, days. I don't understand this logic. Uh, well, Eclectic got a fake ID, you know, so he's running around. At, oh. At, he's in his 20s. The mysterious Eclectic. But yeah. uh, it's my man Tim Dog 98 on Twitter. Um, and also, uh, you have your own. Don't you also do a podcast, uh, The Click Nation? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I notice on, on um, whenever I go on Stitcher, it's one of the recommendations underneath our podcast. Like, hey, you like this shit? You should listen to the Click Nation. So, oh, nice. uh, yeah, Tim Dog, man, we're in good company. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, say what's up to everybody, Tim. What's up? 
everybody. It's Tim D-O-G-G. As Eclect would say, daily operation, get green. Daily operation, get girls. Daily operation, get got. That's what's up. Mm. All right. And I am a co-host on, the, of course, the Coast Little Podcast and also another podcast, the Click Nation, like you just uh, said. Now, what's the Click Nation podcast about? What are y'all doing over there? We mostly do sort of current things in different genres like movies, television, comic books, wrestling. We just, me and my brother, the Adam Black, and Mr. Banff, we get together. And we, we've, of course, known each other for years, so we've always wanted to get into podcasting. And once I broke in with Classic and Eclectic with Cold Slither, I said, well, it's time I get my buddies into the game, too. So that's how we started. Spinoff, oh, son. Spinoff. Seriously, it's like an uh, angel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Conglomerate. Cold Slither was Buffy. <laughs> I think I think we got one, two. We got what? One, two, three, four podcasts going on here then? Yeah. Uh, well, also, speaking of the other podcasts, we have uh, my man Eclectic, uh, and that's at E-C-L-E-C-T-I-K. What? That's just eclectic with a K at the end. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm fucking with you, man. But uh, it's eclectic, uh, and he also po- uh, hosts his own podcast, uh, the Eclectic Discussion Podcast. I've listened to that a few times. Me too. Uh, that's on Twitter, also at Podcast EDP. Of course, all this will be in the show notes. It will. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Well, thank you for listening. No problem, man. Um, and uh, yo, man. First of all, uh, tell everybody what the Eclectic uh, Discussion Podcast is. What is all about, man? You know, the um, the EDP is about 80s, 90s pop culture and uh, pure randomness. You know, we got shows of we got shows the spotlight, uh, Nas Elmatic. We got shows calling Mario a drug addict and a stalker. Um, we got a show dedicated to addiction. We had Spinderella on. High school memories, grade school memories. It's just about everything. And music is an integral part of your show, man. From the ones that I've heard, yes, man, I, um, you really seem like you take your time and edit the fuck out of that show. He man. does. He does an impeccable job because I'd be listening like, man, this is good. Shit, I would not want to take this much time to do this, but yeah, as as, as, po- as podcasters, uh, my ear just naturally goes towards like, what did it take to make this? Like, yes. <laughs> I'm always deconstructing people's podcasts. Like, oh yeah, they don't got a condenser mic, but you can tell that they use this kind of mic, and but they but they worked it out because they 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 did they probably use this type of setting yes. and uh, whatever they were recording with, and uh, or they don't have a mixer, but they're using Skype, and you can tell, but they're doing a good job with this, that, and other. But uh, when I like when I listen to yours i just heard a lot of work i was like shit nigga no <laughs> me too <laughs> i was listening yes i was listening breaking the sweat i was like i wonder did it take him three hours to do this or right you know I wonder like he'll be talking about him. something and then the musical change to that shit in the background i heard it on uh i actually heard it on cold slither before too man um you guys are talking about something and you you like change it like hey man let's talk about mario brothers in the background it's just like you know it went from we're cold we'll slither to i was like the fuck why would you why would you put that much work into that i was that like shit? somebody went back and listened <laughs> but yeah man how long does uh for for this is for uh well first of all first question um for all three of you who edits the cold slither podcast uh, the Cold Slither podcast, I, I edit that uh, classic hit, uh, and I kind of want to like 
farm that out to somebody or hire somebody eventually because this shit is mad work. In fact, it's so much work, so much so. I think I've gotten to podcast fatigue. Uh, our latest episode uh, is a week late. Like, we mm. recorded it last Saturday, and I spent all week, like, going, oh, I'll get to it eventually. It, it is a three-hour episode, by the way, too. So I'm yeah. like, I'll get to it eventually, you know, and, and I don't want to. And the thing is, you become a perfectionist. You don't want to just put up. To like slap it together and throw it up there, uh, you know, you do want to have something that's quality, but at the same time, you don't want people waiting forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I have been apologizing on Twitter, but yeah, you know, uh, I do that and, and I gotta give you and, um, Rashani, another podcast host from Single Simulcast, a lot of credit yeah. for that because y'all pretty much sat down with us and got us started, so. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. And, uh, obviously, uh, Everybody knows that me and Rashani are cool and stuff, and been cool for a long time now. So I'm, I'm glad. glad you two are cool. Apparently me too. He's got, he's, apparently he's got something with me, but I guess we'll get to that a little later. What? Oh, I'm about to say, also, I want to give a shout-out to Rashani, because Rashani was on Eclectic Show, and they was talking about New Edition. Shout-out to him for singing on the stage, New Edition, oh, yeah. and oh, threw a dollar out story. on the stage like he was big and bad at the talent show. Shout-out to you, sir. Um, now, Eclectic, who edits your show, Um, and how long does that shit take? <laughs> well, I, I edit it. Uh, I edit and produce. Um, it take, It depends, because if it's a music-intensive show, I like to, you know, throw in music and, and movie clips and TV clips and video game clips. So it depends on what the, the subject is. Um, when you do the, the indie pot break, uh, the, the new edition joint where we're shiny, that took a while because I'm putting in yeah. BBD and yes, new edition. and the music and was changing. Kill. It was so. beautiful, man. Somebody said a key word, and next thing you know, the music was changing. I was having a good time. I was like, oh, shit, now. I was like, but damn it, you had to, to, to get that to the T. Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of becoming a victim of that now because now I have people on and they're requesting stuff. Like, I just had 12 Kyle on and he said, he was ta- we were talking about high school memories and he was like, yeah, so uh, this, that happened. So uh, cue Bobby Brown's my prerogative because that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I actually had to, so I had to play it. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to need you to invite me on so I can just start using obscure music references all throughout the show just fucking you up. So that means we cannot do uh, a whole show about the movie no we can do whatever we want to man I, like i'll you know just i'm just i know the movie i'm just gonna randomly throw stuff in now. i'm gonna be like yeah man um you're right i do hey, think i do think i do think obama needs to uh definitely consider that and um hey, also i think the remix also i think the remix of uh common soul by the pound uh <laughs> was uh very instrumental in coming to that decision um, I also remember a van full of Pakistans had an album out uh, back in 1993. And uh, <laughs> make you do your homework, Sarah. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome to uh, come on the show, and I'll, I'll take the challenge. All right. Now, now I understand will... though. If it's, if you say anything that's not funny or anything corny, you get the crickets. Yeah, I don't care about that shit. I, it, it's funny to me. Matter of fact, if oh, I can, I want to get the cricket. Me too. I probably laugh twice as hard. Yeah, I need the cricket now. <laughs> that All right, like, so so we'll definitely have you on the uh, EDP. Yeah, it's like when I had um we had uh, the hot fire starter guys on the show last Sunday and it was awesome. Um, love those dudes. It but, was uh, when I was talking to them, I I fucked up. I did a they had this thing called a tanking. Tanking is when um 
you mean to say one thing but you fuck up mentally and, and say the wrong shit and normally it, it's all about people trying to defend it and all this type of shit but uh i tanked uh instead of saying the uh louisiana purchase i said louisiana compromise and um instead i, I was like let's delve into this tank and start talking about exactly what it could have meant if it would have happened. Like, so yeah, I, I want to get the crickets, and we can uh, we can discuss that later. But um, all right. So that was one thing. Now, I I'd be a bad host if I didn't at least ask what uh, my man Classic was referring to when you talk about you and Rashani, man. Because um, I you know I've I've kind of been out of any type of podcast related uh, yeah. yeah. Well, He's me, gonna blame me. I'm going oh, to eclectic. Here's the thing. Uh, eclectic, and we jokingly referred to him as the Bobby Brown of podcasting because he did kind of break off. He was the first one to kind of break off from Cold Slither and do his own thing. But, you know, when people started seeing he had his own show and his own site, they were like, oh, man, Eclectic left? Oh, man, that's messed up. We should have really like, played that up more. Yeah, well, we did on the show, but, you know, he taught, he did talk to us beforehand. He was like, I'm, and we were like, hey, start your own show. You know, we definitely support that. I think Tim was one of his first guests, uh, you know, and, uh, have, have you been on there yet? I've not been on, we're working that uh -huh. out. Oh, wow. So y'all, so you and him, that's like, uh, Fife and Q-Tip. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, Eclectic had Rashani on his. I, I, I forget who it, who it was. If it was Eclectic on Rashani show or Rashani on Eclectic show, but they were talking about the new edition. Um, and of course, of all the people in new edition, I like Ralph Tresvant because he's kind of the leader of the group. And I, yeah, and I, most I sensitive. To, yeah, I, I hey. He is I the most to, sensitive. Shit, then they got a whole song about it. Yeah, yeah. and I tend to <laughs> fluctuate. I tend to like gravitate towards leaders like Cyclops and X Men and Leonardo and Ninja Turtles, whatever. I'm like the leader of the cold sort of you know mm. crew here. So you know, so that's kind of sure. where Eclectic's more like you know Raphael. Raphael, right? Yeah, anyway, the best giant. The best. <laughs> Rashad, My He's on his show and they're talking and you know they get to Ralph Tresman and all the jokes start coming sensitivity and yo baby yo and oh, they're clowning or whatever. Just a giant. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, man, you know, I, you know, I see what, and then he, he, he started off with, yeah, classic, yeah, what you gonna do now, you know, mm -hmm. the shots fired and all this stuff. So I'm like, yo, what's going on here? You know, Rashadi's calling me out, and so we started doing like these little Twitter promos where we, you know, you know, uh, you know, he writes like hits classic over the head with a steel chair, like the wrestling, throw, <laughs> you know, drop kicks Rashadi in the back of the I head. I think I was involved in one of those in the drive-by. I didn't even know yeah. what happened. I was looking at <laughs> my timeline. I was like, I got hit in the head with a fucking steel chair. Oh, so yeah, look, because it's the tag team. We 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 yeah. it's the tag team right there. Yeah, I didn't so, even know, man. I was like, room temperature cut up. What is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like a flower so, so, explode. Yeah. So instead of it, not not like you know most beefs we see where people are like, well, fuck you, I ain't never call you again. We're just talking shit and like playing around, whatever, like slap boxing. Okay. Uh, but apparently, on his latest single simulcast, he uh, has professed to cut a promo about me, like uh -oh. a, a full uh -oh. length. Uh, I guess slam. I don't know. I've still not heard it yet because <laughs> I'm kind of like, funny. Yeah, but, uh, I, when I get to hour number four of his podcast, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Too, too, too. Oh. No, single simulcast is your favorite podcast. His favorite podcast, so you know. Oh man, love, much love and shout out, to Rashani. You. I have nothing to do with any of this shit, man. I just <laughs> asked a fucking question, and I don't. I I would like for us to stay friends. Um, all right, man. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that all works out, man. But, um, so, uh, the other thing I was going to ask, man, you guys are always delving into like our childhood, like 
toys and, and video games and TV, you know, cartoons and movies and stuff like that. Um, I, I wasn't big into wrestling, but you guys are, you know, constantly talking about that. Um, now, is it the theme of Cold Slither to just kind of stay in that childhood mind frame, or are you guys ever going to, like, or do you guys ever really talk about anything current? Like, I know you talked about the Avengers cartoon, but that kind of even went back to, like, you know, the origins of the Avengers and, you know, how you guys got into it and stuff like that. So, like, uh, you guys ever going to do, like, a pop culture or a current events type podcast? Um, maybe someday we will. Uh, you know, and we've had part of part of our show we have a segment uh, called the csnn and that's where we tim pretty much brings up like news items but most of them are related to the genres we talk about you know so the you know, what's coming up in music movies comics wrestling etc um aside from that we have our shark to compact segment where we air out anything that we just don't like and sometimes there's current events in there uh, but mostly, uh, we do stick to stuff we grew up on, uh, stuff you grew up on. One of the taglines or the models of the show, too, is you grew up on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that, that, uh, remember Robin Harris, uh, as Pop said that in House Party, and that stands true with our show. We want to, you know, sort of focus on, you know, the things we grew up on. Um, you know, we might have some freestyle episodes where we just talk about random stuff or whatever. Um, we had the old lady show. There was some current topics uh, discussed there. Uh, Shout out to Caboodles. Yeah. <laughs> and uh you know so we vary it up but for the most part we're going to try to stay in that lane uh you know because that's you know pretty much why we got together okay yeah now what brought you guys together in the first place like how do you guys know each other and, and all that stuff okay looking bitches all right so <laughs> um also question. uh what uh nah seriously man like what um like uh whose idea who's who, whose idea was it to start a podcast and then um how did you decide who to bring into it and the people who they who were asked to bring into it you know what were your thoughts were you immediately like yeah or what uh hey you want to tell this part you do not want me to tell this story oh <laughs> i mean i'll tell the story but you don't want me to tell my version of the story i can tell, tell my version of the story tim, tim, right. tim kick the ballistics of your uh version of the story no no, no it's got a, it's got like my story of, sweet though so yeah well it's got to start at the cookout at least tell the cookout story yeah, this is what happened. So I'm chilling, you know, being sexy at the cookout, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm I'm a man there, and yada yada yada. He hits me up on on Twitter and says, "Yo, what do you think about starting a, a podcast?" I'm like, "I, right. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> sure." And so he was like, "We're gonna call it this. We're gonna call it that, and we're gonna talk about this." I'm like. All right, so we we planned we planned it to go down. We had a name, and the, I believe the the initial name was uh, Eclectic Material. Okay, and uh, this is the origin story, peoples. So, <laughs> so, so we're all still in that name. And then yeah. somebody was bitten by a radioactive uh, microphone. Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cosmic yeah. rays up in this motherfucker. And so, and so we was like, yeah, that's what's, that's what's going down. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. So about, I don't know, a week, two weeks later, it was like, yeah, so me, you, and Tim Dog's going to. I'm like, well, who the fuck is Tim Dog? Nah, I knew who Tim Dog was. <laughs> <laughs> but... But all it, so he was like, yeah, so Tim Dog going to do the show, and we're going to call it Cold Slither. Or I don't know who came up with Cold Slither. Did I come up with Cold Slither? 
Um, no, I think I think uh, I did based on what we were talking about. What that right. one day, you know, me and Eclectic were kicking it for a while uh, on Twitter. You know, fallout from the cookout. By the way, shout out to Shirley Juan Esquire. We met her at the cookout the same day, uh, and you know, of course, we all know how phenomenal she is. But uh, you know, so we're, we're kicking it, and uh, you know, one day Tim comes in. You know, uh, I, I forget who he's following, or you know, you know, who who knows how these Twitter circles run. But we're talking about. Cold Slither, the old episode from the G.I. Joe series, uh, and how we like the rock band and everything. And I think I mentioned at one point, man, if I was ever to start anything, a podcast, whatever, I'd want to call that shit Cold Slither. Mm. Now, this like, is totally oh, after after yeah. initial conversation. <laughs> and so then, shut up for a second. Now, listen. So then, all of a sudden, it was like, yo, uh, we, me and Tim, we was on uh, Skype with Rashani and, and this, that, and the other, and we figured out how to do the podcast. I'm like, oh, am I still down with the podcast? And so then they said, well, let's let's give a practice run. We do a practice run. We're actually recording the first episode. No one tells me. And it, it just pops off like that. And it's a good thing because Tim is the anchor of the show. He's the linchpin. Um, for those, those that's listening, classic is a face. He, he, he's just a face. He's he's a figurehead. He just got like the. He just got does the awkward opening at the. Yeah, at, he does the, the opening uh, every episode. The bus, <laughs> oh come on, <laughs> <laughs> no, Come on, that's the universal greeting, Rod. You can do you do universal greeting, right? I mean, that that bi week yeah, bullshit, yeah, man. I, listen, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that's Don't get shiny. Oh, Look, man, that, um, that that was kind of um. That, that that greeting, while it, it was uh, universal, that's one of my only problems with that movie only. is uh, <laughs> that they got into the worst possible situation ever. And then they pulled that shit out and it was like, nigga, what? Like, how you just going to fight your way? It, you, I thought we was about to see some fights and battles and shit. And it was just like, oh, no, nah, we can just talk to these niggas. It's like, oh, they, oh, OK, my bad. We cool. I didn't know y'all knew that. Like, that wouldn't proceed, work. Proceed. You got to follow it up with stick a uh, juicy fruit gum. Yeah, and you got to follow that with the the goody. Otherwise, yeah. you can't just come out the come out your face with the universal greeting and that's it. Yeah, you know? like they wouldn't have been more delicious than that fucking gum to them Sharkicons. Oh, hey, baby, do you, do you think they had a protest in the coast of the world? They were just tearing down classic statues and spitting on them and shit. <laughs> I mean, you, you know how they do when the people riot. Right. <laughs> they put I want, a I want to watch the reversal of the universal greeting that would get you, like, chopped up. <laughs> Uh, I don't I know. It's like hot dog bacon bits. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you slap them in the face. And then it's like, yeah. oh, that's worse. That's um, a big league chew. Yeah. <laughs> you give them that, that hard bubble gum that came with the uh, yeah, baseball uh, cards. That shit that loses uh, flavor in five chews. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, that came with your garbage pail kids. Right. Yeah. It's like, here you go. Uh, it broke into pieces. You can have some of this. And then they smack you and kill you. Of um, course. Now, the other thing, man, um, you guys, I don't even know your races uh, because I listen to the show, but, you know, I don't hear anything um, it racially. It, as people know from guess the race, I, you know, I never get it right. Um, oh, well, I, well, I'm racist. I assumed that I was black. Uh, is Karen right? Are, is everybody here black? We are black. In fact, I'm black with three C's and an H at the end, like black. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a Tiger Woods brown shade. <laughs> oh, Tiger Woods brown. I like that. I'm burnt sienna. Okay, okay. Now, how did um you guys growing up, man, uh, being into uh you know comic books, movies, and all that stuff. Um, what was your? How was your how, your childhood, man? Were you, how was your social interactions? Was it pretty normal? Was it a little awkward? Like, did y'all really heavily get involved in uh, comic books and all that type of stuff, or was it just like a passing uh, fancy? 
Yeah. Oh, by the way, thanks for not calling us black nerds. Uh, you know, uh, I, I actually value the uh, nerd title uh, so much so because pretty much you got to have the grades in school for that shit. I mean, you can geek <laughs> out the comics or whatever, but unless you ain't got the GPA, you're not a nerd. You know, so that's that's kind of my take. <laughs> that's on what it, make but. you official. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you uh, you might have a comic book in your hand, but if it's, uh, unless it's like underneath a physics book, you know, and you're, you're building some <laughs> kind of like transformation chamber in your house, right? Like, you ain't no fucking nerd. You know, you just like comics. You're a yeah. fanboy. You know, that's my th- that's my take on it. But yeah, for me, I was like always an average kid. You know, uh, you know, I mean, everyone in school was into comic books, but I think I kind of just lingered with it a lot more than other pe- other kids you know even in the high school chasing chasing girls whatever i was chasing girls to have my hits and misses but you know and, and you know i did play some advanced dungeons and dragons with the you know the oh, nerds in high school <laughs> uh you know but i've never played time, that i've never played that well, not, i've never i've never played it either yeah, oh, well, I, well, I got sucked into that you know but the that's RPG. pretty uh that's pretty nerdy i don't give a fuck what your gpa was yeah, that's <laughs> on that dice yeah, and uh, you can have like, a one point oh. two. It's like, no, nah, you get pushed in the mud too, dog. Yeah, I, I, all I know is that you got a board, you throw dice, and everybody, you know, screams, "I zap you!" or "You froze!" or "You can't move!" or "You just got burned by the dragon." That's all I know about Dungeons and Dragons. I will admit oh. it was a pretty damn dope cartoon in the eighties. Yeah, we're gonna talk about all that in a second too. But um, <laughs> go ahead, um, classic. So, so, how was your uh, like your social life though? Did you? Cause like I, I, I know when I grew up and I was into like toys and Transformers and all that shit. I think I was pretty cool until like about maybe fourteen or fifteen, where everybody was putting that shit up, and I was like, Mm-mm, this shit is good. What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, you done with that Megatron? Let me get that shit then. You go get you some pussy. I'm about to go and play some more toys with my little brother. Like, sure. um, so, so what? You know, did, how was that part of uh, you know, your life? Like from that area, that age when people started putting shit down, and you were kind of like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep fucking with these comic books. Um. It wasn't that bad. Uh, I mean, no one actually saw what I was doing and said, "Oh man, I'm not going to talk to him. He's got comic books, you know. Or he's a, he's into, you know, he's into video games or whatever." I mean, there were some people that would, you know, some some girls that were like that, but the girls were still responsive. I think it was just how I carried myself or how you tend to carry yourself, and you know, I was just I was always trying to be nice to people, you know. So uh, it wasn't like I was up there trying to be like. Uh, you know, sipping, buying fl- flowers and stuff like that. At the same time, I wasn't like, uh, you know, I wasn't like, yo, baby, yo. You know, I wasn't trying to front oh, like shit. I was something I was. Uh, you know. yeah, okay. Classic Gooding <laughs> Jr. <laughs> yeah. But you said you wanted to be Ralph Tresman. Why weren't you like, yo, baby, yo? Oh, yeah, that was a little pajama Jimmy Jam. What about you, Tim, dog, man? I'm, you're younger than everybody, right? So, like, I don't know how much younger you are. How old are you now, man? I'm just turned 32 in April. Okay, so you ain't that young. Um, so, like, what was your childhood like, you know, and did you kind of hold on to, you know, toys, cartoons, comic books, that kind of shit, uh, when people started letting it go? I, never, I, I let the toys go pretty early, but as far as comic books, like, all the people I hung out with, we all, you know, like the same type thing. So, I remember I got a friend of mine in my neighborhood in the comic books, and we take trips to the store, and... He was hanging his comic books on the walls and stuff. I just kept mine in the shoe boxes, which I have a good number of right now, still to this day. But uh, and I remember, and I don't know if it was the same for everyone in their their elementary schools, but we used to have comic books in our school. So when we had the little uh, segments of school where you'd go to study hall, I guess 
I just go and start reading the comic books. Wow, that is different. We definitely didn't have no fucking comic books in my school. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Let me <laughs> ask this. You you had them in the school library? Yes, sir. Wow, Just next to the media next, center. Yeah, next to the Choose Your Own yeah. Adventure book. Where, where'd you go to school at, man? <laughs> what? Down, uh, down in a uh, town called Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia, the middle man. Part of the state. I don't know, dude. I never heard that shit before. I wish they did have cool things. In my library, I might have stayed there more often. Shit. Uh, <laughs> so what about you, Eclectic, man? I'm, I'm sure you were just the coolest, sexiest motherfucker in the world, and none of this ever affected you. I mean, I really can't even disagree with you at this point. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I was, I mean, I, I read the comic books as joints. I used to steal those joints because they'd be on the spindle by the uh, door at 7-Eleven, so I'd just go snatch them. Mm. But I was a hip-hop dude, so... You know, I was always listening to the music and outside with the box and, 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 you know, outside doing, you know, pushing, pushing women in the double dutch ropes and playing kickball and red light, green light joints. And I said, I mean, I used to draw. I used to draw a lot, but like on my wall was all jet beauties. So, but, um, you know, I was a, I was a hip hop cartoon TV dude. Mm. So that's, that's, that's how it went down. Okay, well, um, yeah, I just wondered that, man. I know um, I play with toys and shit like that. I had a brother who's like three and a half years younger than me. So it was also like kind of one of those like, uh, well, my brother's going to be playing with this shit, so I might as well stay into it. But um, I don't know, man, just growing up and stuff, I never got out of it. Um, I always read comic books. I always um, play video games and all toys, that stuff. Though. Oh, you kept yours? So you got yeah, like. Yeah, plus I'm a, I'm an only child, so I, I you know. I keep oh. shit pristine, but I still got I got GI Joes right behind me, right now. Yeah, I, I still got a lot of my toys. I was the only kid too. Shit, I get out there and play with Layla and forget everybody else is. Wait, in the so so collected your your apartment, your house looking like um my man Andy from Forty Year Old Virgin and shit. I nah, hope I not. Like, uh, <laughs> it looked like uh, when Richard Pryor was in the toy. He got his toys, and I've been over to the eclectic pad. He's got his toys in like glass cases, like a museum. Like uh, when you go to Wayne Manor, and they got the Robin uh, costume in a glass uh, case. He's got like his GI Joes and Crimson Guard in like glass cases and shit. Yeah, it's like, life size. You know? I always, uh, what'd you say, Karen? This is a life size. Yeah, <laughs> I always imagine that uh, eclectic grew up with a little more money or better parents than me, as far as um. Giving him everything he wanted, cause no, no, um, no. the first episode I listened to, he was talking about uh, making his dad go back and get him a toy, another toy, and I was like, mm, there was never a time in my life where I could have told my dad to do any of that shit. <laughs> well, no. I had yeah. the same reaction. I was like, you was that kid in my class. Yo, <laughs> let, let me dispel this myth. Now, yes, I was spoiled at a certain point in my life, but again, I grew up, and I was talking to Rashani about this. I grew up eating treats. What is treat? Now listen, now listen. See, this is the thing. We ate treat, and for people that's listening to this show as unfamiliar with treat, let me break it down. Thank you. Let me break it down to show you how uh, absent of means my upbringing was. Mm -hmm. What treat is, ladies and gentlemen. Now. Get your, wrap your head around this. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, uh, Rod, cue the uh, Biggie uh, music from Juicy right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead and collect it. Shut up, D&D. Now, listen. Wrap your head around this. What treat is, is generic bootleg spam. That's mm. how bad it is. How is spam, spam bootleg? Look at treat, like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
spam is filet mignon compared to treat, and that's bad. Mm. It's like uh, what the uh, hell is it made out of? And, and chicken toenails? Oh, what the hell? So wait, you, this nigga was sitting in the house with Soundwave and treat. Listen, I ain't say I had priorities. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even make. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not even. It's not even. It's not even you. I'm looking at your parents with the side eye now. Like nigga, you don't get Soundwave. You gotta get the. Uh, you gotta get the. Um, you gotta get blaster or some shit. Oh shit! <laughs> Never. Collecting half money because. But nah, we when we grew up, yeah, we didn't have a lot of stuff like that, man. I, I had the I had the food stamps in the whole joint. Now it got a little better as I got older, and but the spoiled the spoiled joint stopped around mm, thirteen. Okay, stopped around thirteen. Yeah, they would have got. Uh, what does it smell like? Does it stink? Yeah, we had to eat the fried treat. Sandwiches, mm. fried treat sandwich. Yeah, it was, my, did yeah, you my use mustard and mayo? I don't, I don't do that. Only kind of mess I eat is ketchup and barbecue sauce. This shit eat. doesn't sound like a treat to me. No, no cheese, right? E? Yeah, I'm the pickiest eater on the planet. No cheese at all. Mm. Well, all right, man. That that sounds horrible. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, my man, um, eclectic kind of brought up like uh, some old cartoon Dungeons and Dragons. And he said that it was awesome when we were kids, man. What other cartoons do you guys consider awesome when we were kids? Break it down, Tim. Oh, classic. Let's see. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, of course, Transformers. I started getting into some of the, ma- the manga stuff, like Ronin Warriors and Dragon Ball Z. All right, don't break it down, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all have our specific favorites. I, I like those. Thundercats, uh, you know, Masters of the Universe, He-Man. Uh, that We actually talked about both. Uh, that's going to be on our next episode coming out uh, this week. Um, Silverhawks. Jeez, uh, you know, you put up an image of the uh, real Ghostbusters for this show, and I remember that joint. That, that was a good cartoon right there. Shouts uh, to Ecto Cooler. Yeah. In fact, you know, it was the real Ghostbusters. That was the deal. That Filmation Ghostbusters was terrible. I actually, I actually hated Ronan Warriors, by the way, because oh, I, I swear, them, I swear them niggas never got a W, man. <laughs> they ended every episode. Every episode was like, oh, we lived. Like that was like they episodes were like we survived, dog. We we survived. We not all dead yet. It's like what the <laughs> fuck kind of show is this? <laughs> that's where the for the children. Their, their dances and poses from. Well, that's fine I'm, and dandy. I'm familiar. Uh, the Ginyu Forces. One last one. Uh, Spider Man, his amazing friends. I'm a now you're talking. huge Spider Man fan. You know, I wait a minute. Is that the one with uh, Ice Man? Was Ice Man, Firestar. Now here's the thing. I like the other Spider Man. You know, cartoons, but that was the one when I was a kid. That was the one that was there. You know, and right. it used to come on mm-hmm. by itself, and then it came on Just like with the, yeah, with the Incredible Hulk hour, like at right after that. Yeah. You know, um, so. Okay. Here's yeah. this. All right. So I've been thinking about this. I knew we were gonna have you guys on. So I just had to uh, hear that uh, before I, I I wanted to give my two pieces, my two cents, which is um, yeah, man. Um, all that shit pretty much sucked, man, and it's pretty bad too because as I go back as an adult and watch this shit, I oh, realize oh, how Netflix. fucking terrible it was. You know, like I Netflix. Uh, a lot of uh transformers in the last couple of weeks and i just had to put it down and put leave that shit in oh, the Oh you oh you left the gay the gay couple alone? Yeah, i left uh Starscream and Megatron alone <laughs> with that abu- abusive <laughs> my bosom buddies. Yeah, that shit was an abusive gay relationship it was. if i've ever seen Shot one. Buffy, but, yo, 
Now, if you're watching those though, but you you still got you still got Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry and yeah. all the joints that was on the USA Cartoon Network Express. I'm scared to watch them now because nah. if I, oh, love, I love me some Looney Tunes now, like if I love Transformers, I don't even want to know what the fuck I did to Looney Tunes in my mind. Oh, Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry hold up. You cannot yes, they look do. at Is You Is. Yes, they do. Is You my Ain't My Baby. That that holds no. up. No, yeah, Tom and Jerry, I still fucks with man because I actually saw some of those last uh, few months ago and uh, and they still held up. But yeah. but the action cartoons like GI Joe, dog, there's so much shit that doesn't make fucking any sense, dude. It just it's so <laughs> it just much happened. Every episode. Like, Let me yeah. tell you what we, uh, myself and the Clit Nation do. We always have these viewing parties of getting together and watching He-Man and G.I. Joe and Transformers, like like you said, the old school stuff, and we just treat it like Mystery Science Theater, and we just trash the hell out of that stuff, because yeah. watching it back now as an adult, yes, it definitely doesn't hold up, but it's definitely fun to laugh at. G.I. Joe yeah. holds up better than the rest of them, though. Better. It's, it's, yeah, you know, but it's still not good, dog. It's the, like, there's like there's so many random things in G.I. Joe. Like, uh, like for example, um, Shipwreck was a ladies' man. Nigga has a parrot and an ascot. What? Get the fuck out of here, dog. Person. He was he was overcompensating. He's like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm getting all the bitches. I'm like, come on, dog. They had an episode where Snake Eyes dressed up in a fucking dress. I remember that one. Like oh, like Tyler Perry. Dancing episode. Yes, the break that oh. nigga. Oh, I I just get mad. Like, what was wrong with me as a kid that I thought this shit was cool, man? And and I feel jealous of the kids today, man. Even though you know I continue oh, to watch well, cartoons. Pity for them. Them niggas got all the good Cartoon- shit. Yeah, crazy. As hell. Yes, I'm serious, and it's fucking infuriating. It's, they it's, don't it's, have no good stuff. Yes, they like, do. Avatar, both the Legend no, of Korra and yes. the other Avatar is good. Oh, is the, the the new Transformers Prime, that shit is dope. That fucking yes. uh. The new Thundercats, them niggas, they they the tackle. Thundercats is awful. They tackle actual issues. They went from making white su- these uh fucking racist white Thundercat supremacists learn. black. They got humbled and learned how to be fucking uh actual uh you know uh understand what democracy means and all that shit. Young Justice is the best yes. fucking show on TV yeah, right I, now. Yeah, Young Justice. the Avengers cartoon. No, nah, even the the Avengers yeah. is even better than that. Like, the, God damn it, son of a bitch people die in young avengers I'm yes, yes young they Justice. do yo, they don't explain shit let me real quick let me nah, they do thing. yo i let love me explain, it at least for my part why mm-hmm. i enjoyed the gi joe cartoons more so than you know these other ones because gi joe was the only cartoon that allowed the bad guys to win they have like a four or five part story and they let the bad guys win at least three or four of those parts. And I didn't get that with all the other shows because they always let the bitch-ass good guy win. So that's mm-hmm. why, you know, as a as a member of Team Villain, mm-hmm. that's why I like the G.I. Joe. Now, this new Thundercat is awful. I, I can't I can watch that. No, I, I, I think it started slow. Um, and I think a lot of people gave up on it quick. Um, but it, it, it it's fucking great, man. And now I watch them, and it's it, I can't believe how good it is. It's like they had a good story arc that they designed, and it it started. And the problem was it started off so slow and slow they developing characters and all this shit. Yeah. That, and you, it wasn't the old familiar Thundercats you used to, and it took a while to get the crew together. But once they got everybody together, like the actual lessons that Lionel is learning, and the trials and tribulations they're going to, and how they uh, like how they're writing in shit, like how. 
how uh Pedro lost his arms and shit is yeah. fucking dope and kind of dark and I I Very dig the dark shit out of it like to the original one. I, yeah, you compare that to the original, the story is definitely a lot deeper. Uh and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's way deeper, dog. It's, it's like you saying that without watching it, but it's way deeper. No, dog. I've seen every episode. It's, it's yeah. way deeper than that fucking Thundercats we grew up with, man. Are no, you serious? You, you watched every episode. You watched like the first five, and then you gave up. Every episode up until like the last two. I saw, you know, I saw my man when they turned Panther into Expect the Gadget, little furball piece of shits. All I'm saying <laughs> is, yeah, you're right. The story is deeper, but the story they messed up the origin and, and the bad guys and. Listen, I'll, I'll I'll be quiet. No, it's cool, man. I don't have whatever it is inside you that makes you be like they fucked up the origin. I don't have that in me. Like I'm actually looking forward to the new Amazing Spider-Man. I don't have. Uh, let it. me ask you a question. This yeah. is a very important question. Mm-hmm. Have you found any pleasure or any entertainment in any of the Michael Bay Transformer movies? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so now so now I understand. Right? What yeah, we don't have right. Quiet. That's what I was saying. We don't even have the mm-hmm. same value system because to me i'm like if you fuck something up when like the i don't really have i don't hold those first two spider-man uh in the uh in my hall of fame like oh god these are so fucking great that you can't even touch these again when i heard they were remaking i was like good let's start over and do some new shit yep. with this like we got I'm the number three and stuff i didn't want to see it. anything after number three because y'all fucked that up so bad why don't we just start uh-huh. over I personally think it's too soon, but it's obviously a cash grab by Sony. They need to keep the rights, you know, alive. And uh, I mean, they made a crap load of money off the first three. Was so X Men First Class? Was X Men First Class too soon to you? Nah, nah right. Nah. I mean, at the time that they announced it, I was like, yeah, it is too soon. And even looking at, you know, how they were putting it together with the team and whatever, I'm like, this ain't the first class. I read the oh book, but at the same time, you know, you got you got to give it the benefit of the doubt and go see it at the theater. Mm. And uh, you know, Brian K. Vaughan did a great job, you know, putting it on screen there. So you know, I can't I can't knock him for that. And the fact I that it was really the Magneto movie. I have a question. What yeah. is too soon? 15 years, 20 years? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. What's too soon? I can't see. The, the thing is, what the, the, how they're ruining these movies is the, the characters, the superhero movies, the cartoon characters, they're already, they already got a script. The books are 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. Mm-hmm. So if you do a Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, there's no reason to start back at one. You should just keep it going. If you want to change an actor, change an actor. If you want to bring somebody in, it should be like James Bond movies. And, Same character. And you know yeah. what? I, you I know keep rewinding. Yeah, Hollywood's going reboot crazy. And that's the, I think that's the frustration a lot of us have with that is, you know, why do you have to keep rebooting? You know, every five, ten years now, you know, just yeah. tell well, the story. Well, we would have never got, we would have never got Batman Begins out of that. What we would have never is, got. Though, after this Batman movie comes out, they're going to do a brand new origin in, a, in about two, three years. Yeah, to do a Justice League type movie. I, I'm, yeah. I'm with that still. Yeah, and Don't I, flop, though. They and, could and do I, a Justice League movie with what they got now, though. Um, no, they can't. No, they will not no. get. They will not get Christian Bale in there. No, um, won't they won't get Christopher know. Nolan to direct it. No, they can't. They have to start over. If and, they want to make it good, they don't start. I, and I guess they, they, they don't have to restart Batman's origin over. They can keep. They can have different. Um, they already have Batman established. They probably won't. They probably won't restart the origin over. They'll just pick up. Just boom. Here's Batman. You know how he became Batman. Right. No, no. We're gonna see footage of his parents getting shot again, yeah. and we're gonna see him going. To and the and I don't know. And, and and y'all, I guess it may be because like I read comic books but y'all are like really really deeper than me mm-hmm. and i guess i'm coming from um i guess uh not comic book 
type person. I don't give a shit. Is if it's a good, they're telling me a good movie. They're telling me a good story. I, I I don't care how much they reboot it. Now if they reboot some bullshit, I'm angry. And I know yeah. y'all are madder because y'all are really into it a lot more than me. But if it's a good story, I, it don't bother me rebooting. No, it doesn't bother me either. A good movie. It doesn't bother me either, though, Karen, and I've read that shit. So it's not even, it's just like a certain type of person. It doesn't that, bother me. That is like, that is like, I don't want to see y'all touch this again. It's like, well, that shit is not fucking untouchable to me. None of this shit is. And it's good. It's, sometimes it's good to start over because we would never get a Batman Begins and we decide, like, you can't fuck with that anymore. It's like, or even, uh, you know, the new, uh, Hulk that's in the Avengers movie, um, I, like we wouldn't get that if we were like well, well no if it's not Ed Norton then fuck it like no, no fuck I, it I, I agree with you there it's not that uh, a certain property is untouchable or they shouldn't do they shouldn't do it it's just the fact that how about a new movie instead of okay instead of going to the movie knowing exactly what's going to happen I, you, you, you see the new movie you said like, telling the whole Avengers, story how they did story. Avengers with the new with you know Iron Man and all this mm-hmm I like the reason why I like that so much is because they're not going to reboot that. You can't reboot five movies to make another movie, right? You know, so that's why I like that as much. It's, it's so when we go see the Spider Man, I'm gonna go see it on opening day. I already know what's gonna happen for the most part. Instead of saying, "Okay, it's Spider Man," we already know it's Spider Man. So now we can see him fight uh, the the Lizard or Electro or whoever. And instead of saying, "Okay, well now he has to get bit again." And now he has to make his costume again. And now Aunt May is here again. You know. I see yeah. what you're I saying. Yeah, go ahead, more like the new, more like the Justice League. Just basically start your own origin, brand spanking new. No, he's he's saying skip over all the origin shit and just if start with them already it. already doing it instead of like going back and kind of retelling it your way or whatever. And and I feel you on that. I I know that uh, seeing the origin over and over it, it can be fucked up. Although I do like the montage of how people learn their powers. That's okay, always that's, that's always part of the movie. yeah. It's always which is kind of sad because that's what you need in the origin story. Like them learning their powers is kind of like. The the hottest part of every origin slick, and if you skip over that, people some people won't get it. But okay, that's fine. Um, we'll agree to disagree on that. Yeah, and also I think too, it's for the fact that you have people like me who well I know it because we watch so much, but you have people that are going to see it for the first time every time it comes out. So it's like we got to retell the story for these people almost. Yeah, for the kids yeah. and stuff. Yes, that are grow and I up think that's why into they do the that. new trilogy yes. and stuff like that. Not for people that already know the story. But uh, all right, so uh, Clay, you were saying something. Sonny, you got cut off a little bit. Oh no, I was just, I was just being uh, obstinate. Oh okay, yeah, that's that's fine. I know you're a curmudgeon, man, and uh, you've been you've been that way since you we were a kid. Kids, you know, you know, you know, kids are kids are the future. No, we right. don't fuck your kids. All right, well, this has been the the official longest intro ever, but um, you listen to the Blackout Tips podcast, and of course, you can find us a bunch of ways. Go to theblackouttips dot com. Check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can also do stuff like donate to the show, uh, subscribe to the actual page, go to our store. Whenever you go to theblackouttips dot com, it's all right there in the right hand column. Uh, we appreciate the people who do that kind of stuff, uh, especially those who sign up for recurring donations. Um, but even if it's a one time donation, thank you very much keeps the show going keeps us getting stuff like chairs and mics and shit like that yes, that it does. Uh, help make the podcast better get carrying our own camera on vocal and stuff like that um you can also call the show 704-557-0186 
talk to us uh um throughout uh, well talk to us on saturday mornings with our feedback show or leave us a voicemail throughout the week you can email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com you can follow us both on twitter i'm at rider miss prime i'm say that again that is in d-a-t and uh the show twitter is at tbgwt um you can donate your account by going to donate your account.com slash tbgwt helps us spread the word the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and bullet ball extreme thank you sir uh, today's podcast is double sponsored it's sponsored by the comedy feature film found betty which started production Oh, let me look at it. Yesterday. Oh, Betty White got lost? We no. going to find her? Yeah, we got to find Betty White. Um, Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> found Betty, which started production yesterday and stars friends of the show, Amanda Elizabeth, Alexa Yeams, and John Fouts. Please check out the YouTube channel, First Thing Monday Morning, for an exclusive sneak peek at what was shot over the weekend. Any likes and or comments would be greatly appreciated. The uh, YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash user slash Shadow Dog Production. I think you can also just put it in Shadow Dog Production production and get to it and um yeah leave them some comments like it this is something you can do to help our show yes and it it's is. fucking free it only takes you a couple seconds to like go over there like something and leave a comment don't don't be an asshole please go do <laughs> that asshole. listen the only thing that's better than free is fucking free yeah and speaking of fucking free i believe we, got we have you covered we believe we have a second sponsor that we have to talk about karen yeah fellas and ladies are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom with a country twang, apparently? I hope you are. <laughs> Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, you should be, you selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any motherfucking item. Yeah, you can pull the bull by the horn. And pretty soon you'll be fucking free. <laughs> because not only do you get that 50% off, but you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. I know it's so. And a free extra gift that's so central that I can't even tell you what it is. Mm. I wish I could, people, but they won't let me. Nope. And to top it all off, you get free shipping on the entire order. And no, it's not a joke, people. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you type in the code TBGWT. And uh, we love when you guys tweet us and let us know, like, "Hey, man, I, I, I use just that." Got my box. Um, so yeah, yeah check, just, just be sh- yeah, just be sure your uh, kids <laughs> don't check the mail first. That's all. Yeah, and, um, you use that when you go check out. Um, put it in the offer code box. Uh, you get the three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code TBGWT on AdamandEve.com. Yes, all right. Yes. Now, and ladies, if you want to uh, be measured for a flashlight, uh, mm-hmm. you can email me. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you can just go ahead and do that. Um, so yeah, man. Um, I definitely think that uh, shit is better now. I just think that people stop watching, or people try to watch the shit we see today with a, a adult's mind, uh, mind, and then the things we watch as children, we watch with the child's mind because uh, I think for most people, we were happier. At that point, when we were kids, you know, you don't have no fucking bills. You don't have no, no responsibilities. Yeah, just go to school, do your work, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want to pretty much as um, long as you don't piss off your parents. And I think that's what people want to go back to uh, psychologically. Not me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what a lot of people do. And that's why they retreat back to, oh, when I in the 80s, like, this was the best and this show was the best and this music was the best. And it's like... Nigga, shit wasn't all good back then, and no, 
was you know and a lot of shit is just better now man like i like i say i i watch so much of my dvr is dedicated to uh cartoons now because that's where actually a lot of the best writing on tv is right now too compared to um a lot of the shows i'm just like really that that shit is a show that's y'all watching that word i'd rather watch young justice than that i'd rather watch uh uh, even Ben 10 or some shit. I'd rather watch yeah, that I like ben 10. Than, than a lot of shit that's on TV right now, man. So, uh, yeah, man, don't, uh, don't sleep on these new cartoons, man. Uh, I think people are hating them just more from a, uh, standpoint of nothing can be good now. It's, I'm, I'm an adult and I got bills and I got responsibilities and shit. It's like, no, this, this shit actually good. Well, you, you make a good point, Rod, because, I mean, I think uh, part of why, like, I watch the, a lot of the old school stuff is it's regression. You do feel like you're 8, 9, 10 or whatever again, uh, you know, like, you know, and, you know, you get the bowl of cereal or whatever, and you're still in your PJs. Uh, <laughs> and, and my wife does look at me, and she goes, oh, my gosh, you're a toddler again. Look at you, you know, because yeah. she sees me freaking out over these cartoons or some of these, like, superhero movies or whatever. And I think I there's think a high to it, too. Like, there's a mental high to it. Like, yeah. whenever I watch... Uh, transformers and shit even when i'm laughing and clowning like how fucked up it was i'm still like partially kind of achieving a mental like oh man i remember those days like you know like i still go oh shit i remember this episode the dinobots uh didn't give a fuck about optimus prime (laughs) and they was gonna whoop his ass dog like i still remember that with fondness but then at, at the same time that writing was so simplistic and so like matter of fact yeah, and, and the language and stuff they use you know you couldn't say death i didn't roger told me that they had to say yeah. like demise well that was that creative stuff. though i actually like how megatron can't say i'll kill you so he yeah. says he says it in 12 different ways it's like <laughs> it's like i will end his existence he will surely perish yeah that's a comic book language <laughs> yeah i love that writing. shit um but but yeah it just i guess uh what i was gonna say though is like it's so simple and so like just throw away that it does kind of bring you back to a, a fun place, but at the same time, the the motivations that the characters have in these cartoons now, it's almost like, what the fuck are we teaching our kids? Because these little kids are going to be complicated as shit, man. I can't even imagine raising a kid now that watches Young Justice and shit or Star Wars or something. They're going to just come in and be like, Dad, I just... You know, I was feeling kind of melancholy because there was a disturbance. You're like, what the? What are you talking about, nigga? Just be mad like Grimlock. I can get that. Like, it's, it's much simpler than what the fuck you're going through right now. But yeah, I, I think that um, the new shit is better. And um, I, I don't know, man. I think we just don't want to admit it. And a large yeah. part of our generation, yeah. And I to. like. I a think lot. it's dependent on what you're looking at it for. Yeah. And that's true. I, I, I don't even know if these kids are watching this stuff. They're not. They are. You, you'll be amazed. They are. Like, I like to watch the regular show. I like to watch um, Adventure Time. I like to watch uh, SpongeBob's. And a lot of this stuff, I think people underestimate the intelligence of children. I think here in America, our cartoons are targeted. Uh, we dumb down a lot of cartoons. And a lot of the newer cartoons kind of speak to children like they're not stupid. Mm. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way or anything like that, but they assume that you understand and you can comprehend certain things. And I think that that's a good thing because most children can. Right. So they can deal with more violence, more death, more sadness, more sad origins and things like that. And uh, children really do watch it. Um, so wait, y'all really don't think kids watch it? 
No, well, I, I think that well, I can't say I would know. You know, yeah, I mean, they do. Teens fuck your kids, but yeah, I'm not, I'm sure Eclectic, you hang out with children all the time, man. Uh, in the oh, chat room, shout out to Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> now have a seat over there and tell us about these kids, yeah. man. Here's your lemonade uh, cookies, sir. Brownies. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like some lemonade? Yeah. <laughs> Only kids I know they watch Yobi Yabba Gabba, my niece and nephews. They're, oh, they're so you you don't know, you don't know any kids in that age range to know if they no. do or not. I guess I can my, I can speak for my niece. I know she she's mostly on the on all the stuff on the Disney Channel, like all the live shows with like okay. Hannah Montana and, and all that. I can't get I can't stuff. get into that. That's because that's the stuff that's for kids. Okay. The cartoons and stuff. See, the thing is, back in the day, when I learned a lot more from cartoons than I did. In school, for most parts, like Bugs Bunny, if it wasn't for Bugs, Bugs Bunny taught you uh, Shakespeare and I opera, cross dress. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it's, it's all kind of cross dressing. You know, <laughs> figure out what Hassan Pfeffer was. Who the fuck? What? Yeah, he, he taught me. He taught me. Um, the uh, I remember that. Remember that episode we did the quadratic formula? That was dope. Yeah. Um, not not <laughs> not me. Maybe I was a stupid kid. I just but, watched it just to watch it and enjoy it. Well, see, the thing is, the thing is, those we even when we were little. Watching Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry, those were reruns. Those were still out thirty years before we were born. Right, and they were made for adults. Mm-hmm. You know, they watched them in movie theaters as shorts before movies. So, you know, growing up watching those, you learned adult logic and theory and and a lot of things that you took to head start in preschool. Like, you know, now they they're mar- they're marketing a lot of the um, cartoons for. Not necessarily adults, mm-hmm. but you know older people. The the younger stuff is those live action things, like Tim says, the the Disney joints, because um, the attention spans and what they what they used. Well, to well be. it's funny There's though because these cartoons I'm talking about still come on during the primetime t- viewing for kids though. Like it'll come on at night too for adults, but you know it'll come on Saturday morning and shit, man. It almost reminds me of when we first got our X Men and Spider Man cartoons and how they were like a level above the other shit that we had been watching. Mm-hmm. And, and it kind of reminds me of that. Like it's kind of like um, cartoons in America are going through another um, renaissance, and it's pretty dope, man. And I hope people get on board with it now because um, these shits are good compared to. You know, some of the like I think cartoons run in cycles, and then you know, in a couple of years, it'll go back down to dumb and shit down, and everything will be a fart joke and all that shit, and then it'll go back up to being smart. But, um, at least the ones I see, I, like I said, I don't know if there, there might be a ton of ones that suck and I just don't watch them, but uh, the ones I'm seeing, dude, I mean, Young Justice just skipped five years into the fucking future and didn't stop to like, uh, you know, coddle the kids and be like here's what we did here guys okay no, they, they just the future yeah they just skipped to the future it was like here's some new niggas now um now, check out their powers consider that to be lazy now i love oh. that shit yeah that, guess, that that demands your audience yeah. work and that's dope and i me. guarantee with justice league as the t- as, as the season goes on they will read they will refill you in on that shit but they yeah, don't they've need been to doing tell it. you they've been yeah, doing they started it. doing yeah. it i mean i like it i'm just saying that you know but Tim also likes Green Lantern, which is terrible. Uh, I can't watch that. I can't. That's all. I tried, yo. I tried. It's, it's, pick, it's picking up, but that's yeah. fine. But you know what it is, too? I give up. on. It's fucked up because I don't do this with a lot of shows, but I give up on cartoons so fast. Like I, The only reason I didn't give up on Thundercats is I, actually, I just had it DVR'd in there like twice. So when I deleted the series, I thought I was done, and I went back, and I had, like, six of them on there, and, like, nothing that happened, like, nothing was going on, so I was like, let me just marathon these shits and delete them if I think they're bad, and I was like, fuck, this turned into a good cartoon at some point. 
I don't even know how they did this shit. This was this was terrible when it started. Yes, it was. Like, yeah, it was like, really bad. episode though, for real. Oh God, yeah, like it was so bad when it started, yeah. dude. And then just at some point they were just like, and now we're gonna cut that motherfucker's arm off and kill Lionel. I was like, God damn, <laughs> what the, this shit just got real. Can't be can't be killing Lionel, dog. Um, all right, so um, let's talk about. Uh, I had a couple random thoughts, and then of course we have articles to do. Uh, for guess the race. Um, do y'all guys think that, uh, people spoil things too much for themselves these days? Um, like people seem to want and have this thirst to know everything about movies and casting and locations and all this shit before we even see a trailer for a movie. Um, do you guys think that contributes to, uh, you know, people actually fucking up movies for themselves by being like, Heath Ledger's gonna be in fucking Dark Knight? Oh, I don't even wanna see it now. That guy from fucking Brokeback Mountain? Fuck that. No way he can be a good joker. That, get out of here. Um, do you guys ever think people might spoil shit for themselves? And, uh, I'll just pass that around the room. You guys pick it up where you want. I think it happens very often. My, me, myself, I'll spoil movies that I know I'm going to see, but, I already know the type of movies I'm going to like. Like I can look at the trailer and or something or see you know trailers during commercials and say, nah, I'm not gonna go see that. Like Prometheus, I'm not gonna go see that because I don't care about alien movies. Mm. But like, really, Transform- no, like, no Trans- movie uh, involving aliens you've ever liked. Well, just the alien movies that. Oh, you mean that specific? Okay, okay, I got. It. I've never he, seen. He them. does like he does like Men in Black too, though. Okay, nah, wow. Who does it? Come on, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I love me some Rosario. That's a bad uh, movie. Right, yeah. But yeah, I'll, skip, I'll still be skipping it though. But but yeah, movies that I know I'm gonna like, I'll go ahead and spoil myself. Like Avengers, I was looking up like scenes as oh, the movies were going on. Wow. Mm-mm. See, I'm it the opposite. Awesome. I couldn't do that with the movie I thought I would like. I couldn't do it if I was like, I think I, I want, I really want to see, see this movie. I don't want to. I can't it for watch. Myself. Like I still haven't seen the six minute. Uh, IMAX thing for Dark Knight. Me even don't want to see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm just good. I just, you know what, Christopher Nolan, I trust you. You've been doing a good job with these movies so far. Uh, if I'm gonna be disappointed, let that shit happen in the theater organically. I don't want to yes. fuck it up for myself and be like, I already seen this shit, so I don't even right. know why. I, Whatever. I, I agree. I well, the, one of the things is, you know, they is how they're doing trailers now. They're doing trailers, you know, giving up too much of the movie if it's a comedy. They're going to show you the best jokes in the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or if it's an action, they're going to show you some of the best action in the trailer. Remember when the uh, the Matrix and my man fought all the different. Mr. Yes, Smiths? they showed that in the trailer. So as soon as mm-hmm. you got to the movie, it's like, yeah, that's the best part of the movie. But I already saw it like two months ago. Yeah. Or that one trailer where uh, where was a the trailer? They were going on talk shows and showing like half of the fucking freeway fight scene. Right. Like, you why know? would you do that, asshole? It's because, you know, we, we living in the I need to know now generation. Like when we grew up, we didn't actually have the Internet and you had to find out what movie was playing in the newspaper. Right. So <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have that option. And then the commercials and the trailers for the movies was just basically uh, this Friday. This movie's coming out. Go see yeah. it. Here's a picture. You know, and so, you know, now it's like, I need to know, I need to know. I don't even watch the trailers of movies I want to see. And mm. then I'll hear about a movie and I'll say, okay, I'm going to go see that. I go on good faith because I want, I want to be surprised. I want to enjoy the movie and then experience the whole thing. And two, it's not that necessary. If, I've seen enough bad movies in my life that I can see a couple more. Right. But I don't want to know going, going in. I didn't see anything Avengers. 
um, except for the Super Bowl commercial. I went in and, and saw it. So, you know. Mm. Okay, what about you, Classic? Well, I, I should point out that when we did our Avengers preview episode of the show, Eclectic, uh, when we were talking about the Avengers movie, he stuck his uh, fingers in his ears and started going, la, 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 I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I took my headphones off. Damn. Yeah, so, yeah, he was like, this This interview's over and like ran off. But um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, ambivalent to it. I, I think I'm kind of desensitized to it, really, because it's at a point like superhero movies, um, you know, when you read the comic books, it's like you'll kind of know already what the outcome is. Uh, so, you know, trailers and spoilers and sneak peeks or whatever. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll try to avoid it where I can, but I'm not going to be like going out of my way. Uh, curiosity does get the better of you. You kind of want to see how it goes, gets executed. I'm like peeking in right now on like the Superman movie that's supposed to come out in a year because I want to see like if they're going to do it right this time and what the I casting is going to be that. like. It's going to be awful. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like, you know. I, that's another thing. I don't go to any websites that do spoilers. Like, if it's, nope. like, if I see something on my timeline, it's like, hey, check out the new Superman suit. Nah, I'm good. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, I see it at the movies. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Le- at yeah. least, at the very minimum, let me see it in a trailer, which is at least, to some extent, how the company would like to sell the movie, so I can go, oh, this fucking sucks, or, yo, they gave away the best part. Like, for example, when I saw the trailer for Terminator Salvation, which I contend ruined the fucking movie. I yes, think the movie, did. the movie could have been all right, but when they start with, "Yo, man, you you some type of uh, you some type of Terminator slash human, dog." Oh yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I went and watched that movie. It was they didn't reveal that shit till an hour and twenty minutes in. I'm like, but we knew this from the trailer. Y'all fucked up your own movie. Mm-hmm. Like shit like that and, bothers and me. And me, you have talked about this. I and I think that the people that actually do the trailers are not the people. Yeah, that they're actually, not. They're not. They it's the marketing the department. And oh, yeah. and I think that they actually fuck up a lot of money, and people can make more money. And that's one thing I apply Christopher Knowles for, or Nolan, Nolan, Nolan yeah. for, is for the fact that he controlled that. She was like, "Y'all not going out there fucking my shit up." No. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, I, I know. We live in a nosy society. You know, it's actual. It's actual humans that care what. You know, care that Beyonce was at a Pinkberry and what she had on. Right. It's people that actually care what people are naming their babies. It's people that care. It's like, oh, look who's out cutting the grass. Here's a Mother's Day picture you, with these people. Who gives a fuck? And you know what? You you yeah. you, you bring up a good point. And I'm one of the people who gives a fuck. I I, I don't no, care. Um, and, and I think for me and Roger have talked about this. If I see something like for me, what was the Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. I tapped out of Cabin in the Woods because I was like, I don't see scary shit. So to me, Cabin in the Woods was. An awesome movie, yeah. Um, and like I'm, I'm like kind of like y'all. If I see something and I go, I'm interested. I won't watch any. Only trailers I see from there are the trailers we see in the movies. Yeah, like if, if it's not like the ones we see where we sit down, yeah, I have a tendency to it. stay away from it because I, I'm I like the feeling of surprise. I like the feeling of oh shit, I didn't know they was gonna make a guest appearance. Yeah, we'll fast like, forward trash trailers on commercial. Yes, we will. Like, we'll just be like, oh, sure. nope, yeah. fuck that, How crazy. Well, yeah, I'll tell you we, one thing, though. Uh, if it's something I don't give a fuck about, I don't mind spoiling this. I will go and go on Wikipedia and read that whole plot. In fact, I think I had a conversation with uh, Phenom Black on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Phenom Black, by the way. Yeah, uh, a shout while out back, to Phenom Black. talking about uh, Project X, I think. Yeah, it was. And he was mentioning about, you know, uh, the writing in the movie, and it should be great, and people should be going out to see it and stuff. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I spoil kinda, that because I want to see it. I was like, well, it seems like, you know, a regular old, you know, kids get fucked up type movie to me. Right. You know, it doesn't seem like nothing like, you know, deep. 
you know, and he's like, well, how do you know? And, you know, I was like, well, I went, went on Wikipedia and read the whole thing. And this was before the movie came out, like the day of it. He's like, how are you going, why are you going to do that for? I'm like, well, I'm not going to see it. And he's mm. like, well, you know, you seem, you, that, that, you seem like the kind of guy that would just do that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Is there something wrong with that? You know, I'm, I, I read all of uh, Harry Potter. Fuck that shit. I read all that shit on Wikipedia. I read all the, uh, the, yeah, the, the Twilight Twilight shit online because there's wow, no way I'm going to sit through that. I actually read that well, shit. Yeah, I'm not, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Like that. I was going to, I'll go, uh, I'll go a step further. When I don't care about a movie, I don't even look it up on Wikipedia. I'll, yeah. I'll be like, fuck that. I forget that. it exists. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. It's, like, it's, curi- it's curiosity for me. It's like, well, what, why are people so into this? Let me check it out. Let yeah. me check out, a, you know. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not very curious then. Um, all right, man. Um, another random thought. I hate when you're in a big room all alone. Like I was in a room for a, a, a presentation on our insurance uh, for our company. You know, it's like time to renew and they have to break down like what all everything is and what you need to do. Um, so I'm sitting there in my health benefit renewal meeting and I'm the first person there. So I pick a seat all the way over like at the end of the road by the window by myself um, you know, I'm looking at the documentation in there. I'm checking out my iPhone and shit, seeing what's going on, waiting for people to show up. And, um, this dude fucking sits next to me. Why do people He do was that? the second dude in the room. Like, why did you, we don't know each other. I never I talked to this did he dude. Did give you the chair buffer? He didn't even, no. Yeah. Uh, yo, he gave me, he gave me one chair buffer. But then I was just like, it made me, I put my phone down, put down my documents and looked around like, Wait a minute, did the room get full and I didn't see this shit? Or did, like, what? Did too many people just walk in? Yeah, and he's like, trying to lean over, talk to me, like, hey, man, you know, one of these meetings. I'm like, motherfucker, this is why I don't like them. You. Yeah. <laughs> you, just you, leave me alone. Yeah, we can't relate because you're the problem with the meetings. Move yeah, your ass the, over. It takes the middle stall in the bathroom. Right. Oh, oh no, let's not talk about the bathroom uh, <laughs> etiquette and the lack thereof with these people. That's how it yeah. felt, man. Or when you're in a movie theater and someone like, you have a road to yourself because no one's going to go see fucking, I don't know, Jonah Hex or some shit. Yes. And, and a dude's like, you know what? Let's share this experience together and sit in the same row. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get yeah. my elbow room. <laughs> Ugh, Let me bitch. drink my jumbo box of tub of popcorn by myself. Also, I don't. I, oh, go ahead, Clegg. No, I was, was going to say it, it bothers me when I, I'm at a parking lot and I park far away from all the other cars because I don't want my car beat up in the parking lot. Oh, and then shit, someone comes so out. I, yeah, and then I come out the store and I see someone parked next to you. Someone just parked right next to me. Right. <laughs> like all these other spaces not open, you can't find your own space. Like what a what a dick move, man. And then, like uh, the other thing too in our health benefit meeting dog. Um I I don't appreciate my insurance company farming out all the work to check the cost and shit to me. Like, yep. A like, lot of jobs do that now. Like what the fuck do y'all do? Cuz this they, dude they delegate. That dude was literally like, "Hey man, when I go to get my blood work, uh, I go in to get my uh, physical. I tell my doctor, I'll say, hey, it's even a running joke now. This is for my physical, right? Because if it's not, you see, your physical's free. You don't even have a copay. But if it's not for your physical, yeah. then they can charge you all kinds of stuff. You're like, so, okay, you're turning me into a guy that, that apparently has to double check my doctor, okay? And then he's like, uh, and then you get your blood work. Now, what a lot of people don't know is, you know, their blood work, that doesn't happen at the doctor that goes to a lab. You need to call them and make sure it's going to one of our approved labs. <laughs> it's like, what, what the fuck? What, Why what? would I know that? A lab is a fucking lab. Not, Not just that, but. be in your circle. 
Yeah, and if the like, doctors in my circle, everybody should be in the, the circle. Network, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, but when do y'all do that? Like, what do you do other than tell me when to pay? Are you gonna ever like do your job and be like, yo, man, um, all of our people that you go to are supposed to know this shit, and we're gonna keep them up on that. Like, why? Why don't you do something? Now I gotta tell my doctor what I'm doing there like three times in a row to make sure that nobody's fucking me. Like, now nah, I don't trust my. Uh, don't be fucking me now. Now I don't want to pay. Don't be fucking me. All right. Listen, this is for this is for a physical. Now I'm gonna make sure that blood work goes to the right lab. I got some chest X-rays coming up. I'm gonna need that shit to go to one of my providers. Like it's just, it's just I don't know, dude. It's just something creepy about the fact that I'm like they're basically setting me up for when I do get charged. They're gonna be like, we told your ass. Did you? Yeah, because they want to cut down costs. They was like, we ain't monitoring everybody. You know your doctor. All right, man. All right, last random thought. Um. I think I lost a Twitter friend this week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I, <laughs> and, and she's been on the show before. Maybe it's just coincidence, but um, uh, one, of my, one of our friends uh, is Lene from the Complex Media, who I think is an excellent person, excellent mm-hmm. guest. Uh, we had so much fun when she was on the show. Um, very smart. Uh, we talked about the arts and all this stuff. It's been a while since she was on the show, but, you know, I, I don't really think that um, – that you know that that's a, a thing, but um, she posted a blog post. Apparently, uh, my man, everybody knows one of my favorite rappers, uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, went on Twitter, and he basically wrote a blog post on Twitter, just using Twitter. Yes. And um, I thought it was uh, really insightful and about fucking time that he kind of spoke out about it, um, because he's had a, he's taken a lot of flack over the past couple years, and uh, you know it, it's, it was kind of like. All right, man, it's time for him to at least say his piece, even if you disagree with it. Um, So, uh, and I'll read some of it. He says, Dear Twitter people, I don't like talking stand-ups different, more like I don't like explaining. I never feel like I'm saying what I want to say or how I feel. I'm sure even parts of this will be quoted and taken out of context, and people will be mad or talk shit but won't read the whole thing because, honestly, we're all busy. I get it, though. So right there, I think, sums up, what you really need to know is going to happen in a second. <laughs> um, so he says, I think a lot of people think I'm just doing shit to do shit in a way that's true, but I like making things. I want to do well. I'm learning music theory, taking lessons, learning languages so I can write in other languages. I love making stuff. I really do. My boy Kendrick, talking about Kendrick Lamar, and uh, I love the fact that my, my homeboy at Childish Gambino has made it far enough to call Kendrick Kendrick. Um, <laughs> like, good good for you, dude. You making it. Um, but my boy Kendrick gives me props, which is a really cool thing to do. Doesn't need to do that at all, but he does because he's a good person. He shouted me out at Coachella for making the beat Look Out for Detox. And when I rapped over the beat at Coachella to bring him out, I saw people write, Childish Gambino rips off Kendrick's song. Uh, not in the comment sections where people say shit all the time, but in actual articles like journalists and writers. It was weird. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, there's, there's, uh, I think he's going to talk on it later, but there is a way to kind of make your mark by kind of denigrating dudes and, you know, being, slandering these dudes, taking them out of context. Yeah. And, and, and as, as if they, they don't give you enough stuff, right? As if there's not enough stupidity on a daily basis with twitter and rappers where you can't just like find a rapper who actually actually legitimately believes what he's saying yes and be like yo dog that's fucked up but you know he's like y'all gonna twist my words so that's cool um 
So he says, I was in the studio with B, and he was like, all that stuff on the internet about music, comedy, art, etc. is like parents watching children on a playground and being like, look at Susie sliding on that side. Slide. What an idiot. <laughs> like, I can't sit down to talk to everyone about my beliefs, views, and intentions, but I would if I could. Um, and he says, uh, this is where I think it gets really cool. He says, also, I see a lot of white people coming to the defense of black people saying, because they think I don't like black people or myself, I guess. I really don't get that. I don't like that. Um, cause he's, he's kind of been a racial, um, at hot button topic over the past few years. He's, he's, he's done an art, uh, he did basically the album camp, which is centered around race and racism for a large part of it. Um, and which is one of the reasons I love it, but it's kind of his take on, you know, being, uh, you know, in that hipster type group, but not really belonging and shit. And I, I appreciate his take on it because a lot of people think that, uh, hipsters and progressives and shit are incapable of any type of racism. And it's like, no, these white people like us or some shit, but he, he really got to the meat of that. And I, I encourage everybody to listen to it or at least consider what he's talking about. Um, so I've also seen people act like they know me, talk about how I grew up and my shit is perfect. Uh, and it's true. I'm lucky. My parents were always there and were supportive for the shit I wanted to do. It's dope. But I'm from Decatur, Georgia, like the deck and in the projects. Moved to Stone Mountain later. My first recital was in South Dakota Mall. I lived on my grandma's couch in the Bronx trying to pay her back for, for college. Me, my father, my mother, my two sisters at the time, three brothers split a one-bedroom for a while. It feels like some sort of white, weird white overcompensation. Overcompensation. Like when hipsters are like, guess what? I hate Obama. That's how unique I am. Um, so then uh, this is the part that, that Lene bolded and said was like the, like really offensive. He says, uh, like that Trayvon Martin uh, line in EYV. Um, okay, so he wrote a um, he wrote a, a song where he put a Trayvon Martin line in there called uh, for the song's called "Eat Your Vegetables," and he said, uh, uh, "I'll die for my hood." Trayvon, that was the punchline, and I told I, at the time we even played it on the show, and I said, "Yo, people are gonna take that the wrong way because it's too soon." And it doesn't matter that he's trying to make a good point. It doesn't matter that lyrically it's salient and that, you know, it passes all the tests yeah, and shit. Yeah, people don't want to hear that. It's just, you can't talk about Trayvon Martin right now because people are too mad. You know, at the time, I don't even think Zimmerman was uh, under arrested yet. He wasn't. So I was just like, that shit's going to be taken the wrong way. You know what I mean? What would you say? You should get off of that? Nah, nah. Get over it. I mean, oh, people yeah. are too sensitive, man. Let, him, let that man spit. So yeah. so um, he said, I saw some white peeps get upset, which was a little funny to me because it felt like no one cared about Oscar Grant or Kenneth Chamberlain or any other black kids shot at ATL or anywhere else when that shit happened. I'm the one getting texts from my mom every time that shit happens, and that shit happens a lot. Um, also, it wasn't a joke. It was wordplay to highlight something that I thought was unfair. But if it was a joke, I get to do that. And this, and this was like kind of my thing, too, was like... Um, like, I didn't think he was joking. I thought he just, you know, he was rapping and used it as a lyric. But I didn't think it was on some, like, you know, niggas getting shot, getting Trayvon on the corner and shit like yeah. that. I felt like he was trying to be like, um, I die for my hood. As in, like, you know, uh, any black person could die wearing a fucking hoodie. Uh, and he shouted out Trayvon, which, yeah, like I said. Trayvon was, was the last, per, you know, high-profile person to be shot. You know, let me shout right. him out. It was, it was, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of contemporary rap. Right. Um, but that is a dope lyric because it had a double, almost triple meaning. Right. Basically. And if, you, if an intelligent person would, would see that and, and give him, applaud him for his wit and lyricism. 
about other people that you know aren't at that level is going to look at it at a face value and, and say something idiotic. Yeah. So people he, like controversy. You know, uh, the mm-hmm. thing with Teray and his uh, ill ill time joke, and people yeah. jumped all over him. I mean, I will never on any in any medium defend to Ray, but the fact is, you know, people were quick to jump on that and quick to just come and watch the fire yeah. uh, or watch the car accident because uh, you know, they like controversy. Yeah, I don't even hate to Ray, which is kind of funny. Like I just think that he has one of those faces that makes you want to punch him. Yeah. But um I, I don't think that I actually don't find most of what he says to be that fucking crazy. It's just one school of thought and you know if that's the only nigga they call to explain blackness then he's going to become the person that we agree or disagree with, hate or love, because he picked up the phone and took that check. So yeah. it's part of his job, kind of. Yeah, and also, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, sweetie. And also, I think when it comes to uh, rap and rap music, a lot of people go into it sometimes already with, um, I don't say negative mind frame, but already go into it with a, 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 a negative critique and just try to nitpick it apart. And mm. sometimes I don't think not not saying not not on her not speak about her, but sometimes they're not even fans of rap of rap music or rap well, culture. Well, I think I think she's actually a fan of Donald Glover and Childish Gambino. I think that this line she took. Uh, she was insulted by it. She took offense to it. And that that's what this post stems from. Because he, he goes on to say, but if it was a joke. So he's going to like, even if you want to just try to be like, nah, you was joking. I don't give a fuck what you say. He said, I get to do that. Because that could have been me. And is I'm a black true? dude. I'm a black dude. And I've had bullets whizzed by me because I look like me. I get to deal with it the way I want to deal because it's my deal. People will hate me slash my shit. Post my shit because they want to get the web hits because fans follow it. And I'm really lucky to have fans like that. Matter of fact, I want to say thank you to fans. You guys are really the reason I'm even here or able to do this stuff. I'm not. And and I think that's really important because when I think that we've had that happen with this podcast before. Where it's like, well, why'd y'all make that joke? Why is the motto? Nothing's wrong if it's funny. Or don't you realize some shit isn't. You can't be joking about that. And I'm like, but I get to deal with it how I want to deal with it. Because it's happening to me. This isn't me. Oh, let me just give the most politically correct statement I could possibly give. No, this is my fucking point of view. So if I want to joke off something that I find is that fucking uh, depressing and it's going to be gallows humor around here and that's the way I'm going to deal with it, then I get to fucking deal with it and you can back the fuck off, you know? Yeah. People, right. people love to give opinions. They don't necessarily like to receive opinions. I know it's so... So he says, I'm not bullshitting around. I don't think I'm the best. I don't think being the best comes from having a lot of money or saying I'm the best all the time. I'm also not looking for to be some dude. I don't do anything hoping to end up being some dude. I don't think any person on the earth should strive to be just some dude. Childish Gambino started as an inside joke that grew way faster than I ever thought it would. Uh, when people uh, come up to me and are like, this got me through chemo, or I came out to my parents off of Childish, I almost feel guilty. Shit started as a joke. Fun between writing with family and friends, but I kind of don't have that scapegoat anymore, and I'm good with that word. And he says, here's a start and links everybody to his website or whatever, if you know, if you want to get to know me. Um, so she basically just said that um, he was whining and uh, that she's not uh, <laughs> she's not going to post the link to his new track, Untitled, because um, he said that if you're just going to hate on me, then don't be posting my, you know, then, then and then post my shit, then that's kind of fucked up. 
so um she was on twitter and promoting this and now you know and i'm a fan and uh jacks the rapper was on there and uh phenom black of course shout out to phenom black we all kind of responded back to her like yo you pretty much took him way out of context and turned it into oh he's just bitching about something when really he's he's not like he's actually that like he actually kind of covered his bases and it's i was like it's ironic that in the first paragraph he said people going to take this rant out of context and try to come up with their own way to spin it but you know this is the entire thing and it should be a blog post or whatever and that's kind of what she did she only highlighted the part about trayvon martin and then she said that his line about him was disgusting and tasteless or whatever and and whatnot and i was like okay so you know, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're kind of defending him to you and saying that we think your article's a little off base. And, you know, she's kind of getting, you know, her shots in at us and stuff. And I'm like, what if I just took us, you know, people who are fans of you who follow you on Twitter, what if I took the tweets you're sending to us, put them on my blog and took them out of context and was like, she don't appreciate her fans. She don't like us. She, she, she's whining. She's complaining because we said that, uh, her article well, was, was, was biased and whatever. And, and it seemed like it had a personal vendetta against this dude for saying that Trayvon line. Um, and she was like, well, if you wanted to do that, you could. And I was like, but I wouldn't cause I have a code and that's fucked up. And better things to do. Yeah, definitely that too, man. But I wouldn't, I just wouldn't hit you. Like, it's, to me, it's like listening to Cole Slither and coming out and being like, yo, Eclectic is a fucking douchebag because that nigga said such and such. And it's like, well, if you listen to the whole show, he actually was joking and and you just took that part out. Fuck that. And it's not that serious. Yeah. No, it's not. from the truth. Yeah, don't be talking about my co-hosts like that, Rod. <laughs> oh, no, no, definitely not. I mean, I, I'm not Rashani, okay? I'm not trying to, <laughs> not trying to do. It's all love up in here. Shout out to Rashani, bro. Nah, I'm fucking with y'all. But, um, but also, I, I don't know, man. It just seemed kind of like fucked up, man. And the fact that we, like, and then, like, she unfollowed me on Twitter. Cause I have this thing that where like I go, uh, check, uh, what is it? Uh, friendorfollow.com. Mm-hmm. You can just put your name in and see who doesn't follow you back and it tells you like, oh, this person I followed you. And oh. I was, and like I had a moment today where I was like, really? Like we, uh, did you, for, for that? Like I thought we was, I, I never even knew that was a problem. I thought we had a conversation and it was cool. I hope it's a coincidence, man, but goddamn, man. Why? why? Can't uh, agree to disagree. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are like, it's cool as long as we agree, but the second we don't see eye to eye, I don't want to fuck with you no more. And, you know, people got to get beyond that. I want to have an intelligent conversation with you. You can do it across Twitter, but both parties got to be mature. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I thought we were all, because everyone was kind of making jokes at the end. She even said something about like, uh, you know, uh, Men just don't like when women say they're bitching. And I said, well, I don't know any women that like men to tell them they're bitching either. I know it's so. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, yeah, let me just go tell my wife and my mom, hey, why don't you stop bitching and stop, say that, say that. stop whining like a little bitch. Say I'm sure they won't be mad because I, women get it all yeah, the time. Say that if you want to. It'd be the black girl who tips by herself. Right. So I don't know. dude. I thought that shit was kind of um, shady. But whatever, man. Just... Uh, Twitter is like yeah, constantly. I, I hope it was just a coincidence or something yeah, like that. I, I actually like uh, complex media. Me too, too. man. Me too. Lene is show. great. Very sweet. Yes, she is. Like, yeah, like so. Twitter. I feel like uh, I was gonna say this uh, last week, last show, but Twitter is like constantly making a first impression all the time. Yeah. Like even people you built up a rapport with, it's like if you have like every single tweet is like starting over new because they could just be like, "Fuck you for this tweet. I'm out." You know, <laughs> that was the case. Me and you were uh, unfollowed each other a long time ago for Young Justice. 
pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised well, that didn't happen. With it too is I, I always seem like I'm walking in on the middle of an argument, but it's always a one-sided argument with no one in particular. Like I always come up on tweets that are like, "Oh, so y'all niggas just going blah 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 and do this and and be okay with it? Then fine." And right? Like, uh, did I just walk in on? Who are you arguing with? You know, and, and that's why a few weeks ago I called and I was like, yo, Rod, man, people need to start naming names because I'm so tired of reading up on these, like, these one-sided, like, arguments with nobody in particular. You, you like, if you do it on Twitter, you like that person that walks down the street arguing with, like, a, an imaginary. Well, you person. almost, it was, here's the thing about, about Twitter, though, um, especially if you have a lot of followers. Th- there's always someone checking you, right? And sometimes multiple people checking you. And you don't have time to bring up all the motherfuckers' names, to be quite honest with you. It's kind of like, here is a single rant or topic that I'm addressing for everyone. Yeah. Take from it what you need, but I can't spend the time, like, uh, parsing this with each single one, each and every one of you guys, you know? Um, and it just randomly happens. I'm, it, I don't think it happens every day, but, you know, I, I definitely randomly uh, have, like, I'll say something like, uh, man, people got to stop hating on Russell Westbrook. That nigga good. And it just be like, no, nigga. And it's like 12 people. It's like, you know what? No, I'm not fucking addressing each of you. Here's why I think he's good. And I'm not arguing the rest of it. You guys, you know, hit me figure up. Figure it out on your own. Yeah, figure it yeah. out. And I'll be the kind of guy, I'll probably hit you up and be like, hey, Rod, who, who's hating on Russell Westbrook? I, I yeah. I, and and sometimes I can't even ask, answer that because it's 12 people. But that's, you know, but see, I can follow you because, you know, you actually come out and say, you know, it's, it's the, it's the everyday art, you know, it's like, yeah, definitely hour where they just never happy. And I, 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 right. I, on Twitter where I, I do an unfollow a day and it's not personal. It's just, I follow too many damn people, man. I, man, I, I mute people now. I'm just like, nigga, you are always in some shit. <laughs> just, I don't want to hear it. Um, all right, man, here's, here's an article. turned a banking mistake into larceny. Action News reporter Kenneth Moten has that story. A bank teller's oops at this Delanco Federal Savings turned into a big payday for this man, 27-year-old Felipe DiPadula. Monday, he came into the Cinnamon Bank to cash a $300 check, but police say the teller misread it and instead gave him $3,000. Definitely oh. a notice of difference in $3,000 as opposed to $300. Action News got an exclusive look at the bank's surveillance video as the Padula watched the teller count out 27 $100 bills and the rest in 20s. <laughs> she stacked the wad of cash into an envelope and he took off. Somebody's going to realize something's wrong and be able to narrow down what happened to it. Police say when the bank asked the man to bring back the envelope of cash, he claimed he lost it and the money at a Target store nearby Delran. (laughs) Has it hidden somewhere, but I'm sure he didn't lose it. Police say Deepadula even filed a false report with Delran police to cover his tracks. Investigators picked him up Wednesday night and charged him with theft. To me, it's not a big thing about the money. It's more of, you know, the morals and doing what trust. It's about that money. Padula, who's from Brazil and lives in Riverside, is in construction, but he's been out of work since he was injured on the job. Bank customers say that's no excuse for his actions, especially since the teller is facing a reprimand for her mistake. I feel like, I don't know, hard times, you can always find a way to get by rather than stealing. Reporting in Cinnamons in New Jersey, <laughs> Kenneth Martin, Channel stealing. 6. Stealing, that mother was giving to him. Hey, man, so what yeah, do y'all think up. about that, man? Do y'all wow. think he stole and uh, should have gave that money back, or what do y'all think about it? You know what? I remember the old game Monopoly, and you pull up a card, and it says, Bank error in your favor, collect $275. <laughs> and 
that was a bank error in his favor. Ah, just stealing. Yeah, am, am I? I can't. You, am I? You're that stupid. You deserve this. Yeah, my thing is that it's a bank error in his favor, but niggas, it's cameras everywhere. Like, like, like that's the issue. Like, you ought to know that they monitor the bank too hard to miss that much money. I want to know what. Stupid when they go to work though, because people. I at my old job, I worked at a call center. We had people get fired for like watching porn on their computer. Wow. Okay. I want to know what about all those years of. The bank illegally feeing people. Like I just, I say he just. Hey, we call it even. That's what I say. What do you think about it? Uh, what do you think about it, Tim? I don't know. That's- Would you uh, get the money back, man? Would you just turn around and say, "Ma'am, you, you seem to have given me twenty seven hundred dollars too much." If I uh, if I knew I was gonna get caught and get in trouble for it, if I end up keeping it, <laughs> it ain't cheating if you don't get caught. What about you, Clay? Well, I mean, I would have, I would have noticed that, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's apparent that she gave you too much money. I would have concocted my story right then and there. So I would have, I would have bounced, and then I would have came back like, you know, about a half an hour later and say, "Yo, this is what happened. She gave me this money, and then this dude's these these people, and this happened, and this happened, and the money gone. I don't even have my three hundred dollars. I mean, he I thought it through. You know. He thought no, it through pretty good. Right back, they had to go look for. I would have came oh. right back and said, "Hey, this just went down. Hey, maybe you can still catch him because it just happened." And then I would have went about my business. No, no charges. It's like I realized the error and I came back. Hey, my fault that somebody, you know, blackjacked me across the scalp. All right, well, I'll get, oh, and, go ahead, Ken. And I and I guess for me, because you're dealing with the bank, and the bank don't fucking play with their money, and so for me, I'm like, hey, hey, take your money back, cause I'm not going to jail. Like, like it's even though it's her fuck up, they still gonna look at you like you shouldn't have took the money. Well, I guess uh, now is the time to ask you guys uh, since we unofficially started it. Uh, what race do you think he is? Uh, guess the race um, of Mr. Felipe S. De Padula. Yeah, the spoiler in there. Yeah, I know, man. I know. I know. I was, gonna, I was gonna guess Hispanic anyway until you. I was, gonna, yeah. I was gonna guess uh, Guatemalan. Oh, okay. Oh, good one. I don't even know. All right. I heard Brazilian in the article. Yeah, so. yeah, he's definitely Brazilian, yeah, man. But that was a good warm up. I didn't know that part was gonna be in there. Um, <laughs> let's go to the next article. Um, uh, playing guess the race, Union Township High School teacher who created a firestorm last year after allegedly posting anti-gay comments on her Facebook page, wants to retire on a disability pension rather than re- face tenure charges. Her name wow. is Jinye, and she goes by Vicky Knox. She's 50 years old, a tenured special education student who was taught in Union since 2000. She wrote on her personal Facebook page that homosexuality is a perverted spirit and a natural immoral behavior. Um, and according to charges of unbecoming conduct um, brought by her district, she also criticized other teachers on Facebook by putting up a gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender bulletin board in high school and for proposing a school gay straight alliance, according to the charges. Uh, the tenure char- charge, the tenure charge case was to begin Tuesday before the state administrative law judge, but Knox filed a motion earlier this month asked that it be delayed while she seeks a disability pension due to both a back injury and psychological grounds. She did not elaborate. <laughs> She's like, ah, my back hurting. I'm crazy. Just give me my fucking money. I'm, I'm trying to retire for all these gays overrolling my school. Um, if I can retire, then there's no need for me to go through this unpleasant experience, said Knox. Um, and by unpleasant experiences, of course she means, um, 
gay people walk in the halls. Knox earned seventy two thousand dollars in two thousand eleven. It's pretty good for a teacher, right? Yeah, that's excellent for a teacher. And it's taught for more than twenty years, according to state records. She was suspended without pay. She was initially suspended without pay for one hundred twenty days under the state tenure law. Knox was able to begin withdrawing her salary again a few weeks ago, but since the case has been put on the inactive list, she will no longer be paid. Uh, although I continue to maintain that I have done nothing that warrants me being disciplined, the thought of going through a ten-year trial causes a great deal of angst. Unfortunately, for all concerned, this matter has already received great notoriety in the local community. Avoiding the hearing will allow the local community to start the healing process sooner. <laughs> I, I like how she, you're like, well, She's no, I'm doing it for y'all. Me, it's not so I can get this money. It's for y'all, you know, so y'all can start healing. And moving on, uh, over these, about me. Yeah, over these little gay kids that y'all keep coddling so much. Um, these little fruit booties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, why don't y'all take care of them? So, uh, guess the race, guys. What, what race do y'all think that, um, Jinye Vicky Knox is. I am saying that she is a proud supporter of great drink. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not a proud supporter. What about? <laughs> I was going off the township name and her income, I was going to guess Caucasian. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm with Tim. Uh, you know, I, the Jinye might have threw me. But uh, I almost actually lived in Union Township uh, at one point, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of Caucasians out there. So I, I'm guessing that she's one of them. Okay, let's go to the uh, jet to the um to the chat, chat room, room. Who is known for being the most racist? Uh, let's see. Mark Mark Smith says horse loving honkaloid. Wow! Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's using hyphens because apparently I can't read. Well, you know what, Mark? I won't be reading any more of your entries since you uh, talk shit <laughs> about me. How about that, <laughs> asshole? Uh, Evo says Mitt Romney, Newt Gingrich, Bobby Jindal, Herman Cain supporter equal black Republican milking the system is probably from Arizona and now wants to make it look like she is doing it for everyone else. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, that's a pretty in-depth. Uh... <laughs> All right. Anita Bryant emulator, white. Uh... Let's see. Uh, a grape Kool-Aid stained lipped nigger. Okay, that's oh shit, that's sizzle. Yeah, <laughs> Adele cheese eating white. Well, the correct answer is a black woman. Yeah, she was Shout black as the day is long. Yeah, eclectic got it right, man. He started it and uh, he, he yeah, finished that's, it. That's that old man knowledge kicking in. Now this isn't a guess the race because there's no picture of who's doing this, but uh, in light of Tim's recent comments, this is pretty funny. Um, there's no such thing as free porn. A Time Warner, Time Warner Cable has gotten socked with a $2 million lawsuit from a former employee who says they ignored his religious complaints about his colleagues watching porn on company time. Oh. I, I like how he couched it in religion. Like, he want to win this case bad because you could just be like, they was watching porn and that that's kind of whatever. The policies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could be an atheist and be like, can y'all really stop watching people fuck while we're at work, dog? I only see titties bouncing on your screen when I'm trying to <laughs> right. get my work done over here. This yeah. is a little distracting, fellas. We have a job to do. <laughs> um, and papers filled in Ma- filed in Manhattan Supreme Court. Keith Reed said he walked in on a construction supervisor at their Park Slope office watching pornography in February of last year. This made the plaintiff very uncomfortable as watching pornography is against his religious belief as a Christian. Yeah, well, Some I'm sure. people just don't like porn and they're not even religious. Uh, yeah, I'm sure his wife uh, really uh, is a fun bunch. Anyway, uh, he complained to HR but saw another person during the same thing, doing the same thing a month later. His complaints again went nowhere. 
in total throughout his employment uh he caught co-workers watching pornography approximately 10 different times <laughs> what did he come in with a calendar book uh, that's what did, he, did he put in his google calendars watch porn january the 5th mark 10 times to the porn version of siri yeah that nigga, <laughs> 10 times dude that's a lot of porn dog at work that, that is a lot of chafing. Right. That means that means they was doing nothing but watching porn, and and he just having to come through ten times. That's not It'll you. Right. <laughs> uh, they're like, hey man, can you beat it, dude? I'm trying to jack off here. All right. So, I, I know you got that paper you want turned in, but come on, bro. We need like ten more minutes. Um, those employees, these, those employees apparently weren't disciplined, but Reed says the suit, uh, but Reed was according to the suit. So they, they, they disciplined him for finding out that people was watching porn. They was like, get away. Let us watch our porn in peace. Quick complaining. He was suspended and then fired in retaliation for multiple complaints of religious discrimination and harassment. Um, so yeah. And you know what? He's probably going to win that. Of course. Because anytime you f- you fire the dude or you... Um, yes, there does a complaint and that's right. Yeah, you almost you s- always lose that cow yes, or that uh, trial. Even if you had a valid reason, they don't yeah. care. Um, the, the, the next two, there's no picture, so it's not guess the race, but I'm assuming these are white people. Um, an ex-postal worker says he she's too injured to work. But she got found out because she, uh, they, they found her, uh, she was running the Boston Marathon. Oh. Prosecutors say a former Florida postal worker. Oh, Florida. Shouts to Cole Tifus. <laughs> ran, shout out to Plies. Ran into the Boston Marathon and, uh, participated in other athletic event, events while claiming her back was too badly hurt to deliver the mail. Well, I mean, I guess you do have that mail sack that's pretty hard, so maybe uh, it's a little different when you're running 26 miles. Um, the U.S. District Court jury agreed on Tuesday. Jurors convicted the 55-year-old Jacqueline V. Myers of Tallahassee on health care fraud and making false statements to collect workers' compensation. Damn, so she was getting workers' comp and then running in the fucking... Oh, wow. Wow. What an asshole. Hey, maybe it wasn't her feet. Yeah, well, she said it was her back, you know. There you go. Um, all right, and then. <laughs> wow. She she could face up to fifteen years in prison when sentenced uh, July twenty fifth. Myers reported a lower back injury in May tw- two thousand nine during the annual letters carrier food drive. She was relieved the mail carrier and put on light duty. Evidence included photos and videos show she participated in more than eighty long distance races and triathlons over the next several months. Oh shit. Her race times also improved after she claimed the injury. <gasps> yeah, she she got to be white. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, I got a picture of her now. Black people that addicted to running. I have a picture of her now. If you guys want to guess the race, so uh, guess the race of Jacqueline V. Myers. I'm saying white. Okay. I'm going. I'm going to go a very light skinned Hispanic. Okay. And what about you, Tim Dog? I'm I'm going Caucasian again. All right. Let me check with the chat room. See what they think. Um, see, Cracker ass Cracker. Oh, shit, shouts to saltines and oysters. One who pronou- pronounces dinner as supper, white. Um, I'm still rolling with black, but has white friends. Forrest Gump wannabe. <laughs> Pillsbury, <laughs> Pillsbury white, Daisy white. Oh, Powder donut. Um, one who hates seeing Kenyans winning, white. 
Oh, cheese lover. Of course, the correct answer is white. That's not even. That was a gimme. You guys are welcome. I figured as much. I just wanted to bring some flavor to the show. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is funny. No guess the race on this one, but um, you might want to reconsider that open bar at your wedding reception um, for those of you who aren't married yet, because Uh you could end up with a belligerent pantsless, a belligerent pantsless guest on your hands. That was the case oh, for a shit. pair of UK newlyweds who ended up calling the local police when their the brother of the bride, twenty one uh twenty year old Jason Ellis Breeley, became disorderly at their April twenty ninth wedding. Yeah. Um brother of the bride decided, yeah, dog, uh it's time to Donald Duck it. Um uh, according to <laughs> According to the Buxton advertiser, the police arrived at the reception oh. to find an intoxicated Brilli on the table without his pants. He began being restrained by another guest. Was his drawers gone too? I don't know. Local paper reports he was verbally abusive, shouting and swearing, and that he wouldn't calm down despite the fact that young children were present at the reception. He didn't give that a is shit. Not a champagne flute. <laughs> <laughs> police eventually arrested Breeley, who ended up lunging at one of the officers on the way to the police station. Did they tase his ass? I would have. He later apologized. <laughs> <laughs> he, he later apologized to the court. I would like to say I'm really sorry. I had not been out for a while, and I got too drunk. Uh, unfortunately, Bre- I like that excuse. Well, I haven't been out in a while. like i don't go out for a while i don't come home like baby i got tased by the cops i I had to take my pants off i haven't been out in a while i can't i can't say what's gonna happen once i get out yeah (laughs) it was a cool night out it was a full moon and i wanted to release my full been out since last spring maybe he misread that and he said it hasn't been out for a while Maybe, dude. Uh, Collector, you're breaking up a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up and call you right back, dude. Give me one second. All right, live podcasting, people. This yeah, is how we do. That's how the sausage is made, folks. Yeah, sometimes you got to get them right back. Yo, Collector, you, you good? Yeah, Pizza House. All right, cool. You sound cool. great. Um, all right, so um, uh, he later apologized in court and said, "I would like to say I'm really sorry. I had not been out in a while, whatever." Right? He was fined three hundred sixteen dollars. Unfortunately, Breeley isn't the only out of control wedding guest in the news. Just a month ago, Ohio guest named Brooke Burke, um, shout out to Brooke Burke, the real one. Uh, after she <laughs> after she started a nasty brawl with the bride. Oh shit! Damn, dog. Like, who is going? See, this is why you don't invite people to the wedding. This is why I, I'm I'm against inviting a lot of people to the wedding. No, I'm against weddings. Yeah, me too, man. I'm not really a big fan of those. We didn't have one. We did not have one. Mm-mm. Yeah. Expensive. Uh uh-uh, uh. Shot. Yeah, they got that whole commitment thing too. We yeah. Had one, but we had the uh, the cash bar. And people complained, but guess what? I knew my family, and my uncles was outside with the trunk, you know, with all, all the cases of beer in, in the parking lot. So they were cool. You know, people yeah. brought their flasks or whatever. So, you know, people are going to get it however you can. You got to know your family, know your people. Say that again. And when you give open bar, and I guarantee you, they knew he was a fool. So, you know what? If I make y'all pay for this shit, y'all not running home drunk, and I don't have to deal with the responsibility. Yeah. yeah that, that's, I think that's smart. Classic, you couldn't have got drunk because you wouldn't be able to do your dance. 
<laughs> oh, no. Will you tell everyone about your dance, sir? Yeah, no, what's your dance, gonna, classic? We're not going to do tell that everybody here, about your dance. We're not going to do that here on this hip podcast. Really, man? You're embarrassed about it, or what? What was? What is it? Uh, we 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 did some uh, Men in Black stuff at our wedding. Oh my! Oh, the Men in Black. Yeah. That Look, that that's a long that's a longest story that uh, will not be told on any other podcast right now. So. Jesus, okay. Yeah. I, I, I said now nah, I want to know. Yeah, I wouldn't associate my wedding with Men in Black either. Is, <laughs> I like that corny song. Uh, all right, but um, this is just a, a, a survey, man. Uh, but I'll ask the guys on the on the podcast: Have you guys ever been on a vacation with a woman? No. <laughs> yeah, we called it a honeymoon. Okay, so so my man classic has. Uh Tim says no, he would never spend money on any of these bitches. I understand. Uh, <laughs> I, some I, people are balling too hard. I haven't as of this date. I hear you pimping. I hear you pimping. Never give them anything. Uh what about you, Clay? Do you ever been on vacation with a woman? Nah, man, that's too expensive. Okay. All right. Well, according to this survey, I I think people might have to start reconsidering Going on vacation, especially for men, almost three-quarters of U.S. adults ages 18 to 49 say sex is better while on vacation. Hell yeah, because you when you're on vacation, you relax. Well, you should be relaxed. You don't have the responsibility to pay bills. You're not going to work. You have more energy to fuck. Mm. I like to pick up when I'm there. I'm just going to redecorate the other room. No, no. You see, the study, <laughs> the, the study just the study should say sex is guaranteed on vacation because after paying out all that, I mean, you t- you talk about dates and how much you got to pay out. Yes. You know, uh, pay hundreds, you know, dates sometimes to thousands, somebody and maybe get you know get the draws eventually. You taking somebody on a vacation, like, right? Uh, weekend getaway or or taking them to another country or resort. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm just, I'm just mad. I'm couch and get a new color paint on the wall. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, yeah. I like, I like Eclectic's idea of like painting palm trees on the wall and shit, and just being like, yeah, I put up a, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, put up a couple of uh, uh, pineapple trees in here and um, some plantains on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> let's get some sand in here and uh, let's just. Uh, so you gonna bring the hula girls too? Yeah, have, have a luau yeah, in, in, in the living room. Glade plugins. <laughs> No, sir. You yeah, know. I'm gonna get you. some. Uh, I'm gonna get some uh, Hawaiian uh, fatheads. Yeah, yeah. Fiji fathead from Glow Resident. <laughs> uh, if you ever get married, man, I hope you got a special woman because you can get it's, the side eye from me. Just, it's gonna look just like uh, Martin and Gina's wedding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, night coming out singing about the, the making pussies work and shit. Oh, that's the. Uh, I think that was the engagement. But but yeah, he might be there for the wedding too. Who sang at the Who sang at their wedding? That Wasn't it Keith Sweat? Man, I gotta look that one up. Johnny I, Gill or somebody? Yeah, it was one of them niggas, yo. One of them old greasy ass Carol niggas. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a Keith Washington. <laughs> you, you guys named three people that are the same to me. Um, <laughs> Interchangeable. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think it was Ralph Tresman, actually. Um, oh. The, <laughs> rem- the original rated R superstar. Zeusk.com, <laughs> that's Z-O-O-S-K.com, the Romantic Social Network, commissioned a survey of 15,000, oh wait, 1,529 U.S. adults ages 18 through 49 and found that 22% said beach, vaca- beach vacations were the most romantic type of getaway. 19% said a trip to a romantic city was the most romantic vacation. 15% said a cruise. 14, uh, 15% said a trip to an exotic, far-flung locale. 
nine percent said stay at a bed and breakfast and eight percent said a road trip and five percent said a, a road trip a road trip like so he didn't like mm-hmm. roadhead I, I mean not that that's bad but mm-hmm. just saying i won't be lot of in a kind of 10 12 hours no like tra- <laughs> sex mm-hmm. is better on a road trip like huh sex is better on asphalt no asphalt hurts <laughs> <laughs> uh vacations are supposed to be for relaxing but traveling has its own set of worries for couples 30- oh wait a minute and it says five percent for camping yeah no Ugh. well i've seen the rock and shade video where they fucking at tent nah you know what not against that um vacations are supposed mm-hmm. to be for relaxing but traveling has its own set of worries for couples including 38 percent worry that their they and their partner will get on each other's nerves am i right fellas up top 34 <laughs> percent uh, worry about getting selected for additional screening at the airport man that's a pretty big jihad yeah because they're so particular now you can't carry water you can't carry lotion that's my lube Mm-mm, look like what are us 15 percent worry about having to share the bathroom with their partner during a vacation Call that fifteen percent women. Well, I mean, if you're on vacation and you eat some of the native food, it might not be so. You know, it might right. not be popping off in that bathroom. I, I figured it'd just be the couples arguing and bitching about what their plans are going to be. We're eating here. We're eating there. We're waking up at this time to go to see this museum. Now I want to go sit, hit the sporting event up. Yeah, I didn't think I it would get to I'll the be. bathroom. I wouldn't even think of that. Uh, but I say that's all women though. They're like, oh, he's not supposed to know I use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, we do not want to know. Yeah, those are apparently uh, people dating or newlyweds because uh, once you get after a while, you don't, they don't care about Yeah, that. you're just like, can you please close the door? Like married. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, stupid. Just please close the door. That's all I ask, man. And okay. if you do go on a va- uh, vacation, you can use all of your Adam and Eve products that you got from the Black Guy Tips. Yeah, and hopefully you won't get uh, selected for additional screening when they see uh, that power drill apparatus yeah. in your in your bag yeah. is that a gun oh it's not a gun ma'am it does has a trigger but it's not a gun that lemon labia uh yeah it's like uh what is that well that's an extra sensual gift that i can't even fucking tell you about um 15 percent 15 percent worry about running out of things to talk about with their significant other while on vacation hey man what the fuck is wrong with quiet anyway and true, they ain't that the truth. People act like every single second of like uh, love is supposed to be spent discussing like whatever the mm-hmm. fuck's on CNN. And they, these are people that obviously don't people watch and just laugh at like random ass people out yeah. there because when you go on vacation, you run into some of the weirdest fucking people ever. Yeah, you want something to talk about? Uh, turn it on talk radio while you're in the car. Uh, trust me, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Put it on. Be angry? No, thank you. Yeah, put on put on the coast of the podcast, and uh, you'll come up with something. 86% of Americans found it annoying when an airline changes their seat assignment. Well, come on. Really? As a they take me from window to aisle. It's on. <laughs> but, they act like, but they act like that's not annoying to everybody. Like, well, obviously, uh, people from uh, Europe, only 2% found it annoying. Like, everyone doesn't like that. Um, 73% of women found their partner snoring to be annoying. And 59% of men found it annoying to be dragged along to shop during a vacation. What? No, what kind of vacations are people having? A female, anytime. Uh, yeah. yeah, that y'all are in a relationship with? Uh-huh. Like, I love shopping. I go shopping with a woman every day. Mm-hmm. These are the single guys talking. Yeah, yeah. see, this is what I like to call, uh, <laughs> this is what I like to call advertising. Um, 
and it happens a lot with single people single people say shit like it's kind of like whenever you talk to a single woman they're always like oh i am a dick sucking machine i love sucking dick let me tell you man there's two things i love in this life one is breathing and the other is sucking dick those are the things that are my favorites uh i was watching tv the other day and i was thinking about sucking some dick and i just and i was sucking dick while yeah, i was watching I was, tv no no they never was sucking dick while but i was thinking about sucking some dick and oh, i would my suck, bad, my if, bad. if i had a man and he was here his dick would be constantly in my face it's just it, you wouldn't even be able to tell where one ends and one begins dick <laughs> yeah. and then what happens when yeah no one can suck dick that much because mm-hmm. that would mean 100% of the time they have their mouth around your dick and it, then they wouldn't be able to ever do anything else. And it's no, impossible. No, when they eat meals. Come on Yeah, now. so I don't know. I think y'all guys are kind of being salesmen right now. Oh, uh, yeah, I love shopping with women. I, mm-hmm. Nothing better than shopping with a woman. Say that again. Collect it. As long as they paying. I mean, I ain't oh, okay. spending money on women, but I like shopping. Okay. As long as they paying for their own stuff or you mean paying for you to get stuff? Nah, I mean, you know, they're going to go... Uh, Victoria's Secret. I watch them try on stuff and spin yeah, around. And see, shit. yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, they're not. That, um, that sounds sexy. Every every shop, every, every shop is a Victoria's is Secret. Not like that's that. the problem. It's not. Like, well, she just want to go to Goodwill or some shit. Like, <laughs> then I want to see you. I want to see you give up your Sunday, your Sunday <laughs> football games. Let me, oh, that, that, yeah. would that would never happen. I want to see a nigga be like, uh, yo, you know what? Um, I love leaf watching and. I don't care if the Patriots beat the Colts or not. Uh, baby, let's just go ahead and see what color the autumn leaves are right now. Nah, <laughs> even I would be angry. FaceTime. Yeah. You know what? It, the, I mean, these post responses, they don't even seem like they're about vacation anymore. They it's aren't. About, you know, it's like, what, you know. <laughs> By the end, it's going to be like, I don't like, I don't like the way that bitch wrap her hair up every night. Like, what? Kind of. Is like, oh, why are you? Why are you talking? Why are you bullshit? I also hate when we have to go shopping. <laughs> the bathroom door open, and I got to smell that shit. Right. I know she could do it. You know, she's biological, but why I got to be reminded yeah. of all that? Shit? <laughs> uh, sir, we're asking you about vacations. And- yeah, <laughs> sir. This uh, you just oh, seen that going off the rails. That, I would love yeah, to hear like that. to Brett from Georgia, and another thing. <laughs> oh, 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 oh random podcast slander going on today. Just. <laughs> Well, let's move on to another topic. Uh, speaking of slander, a uh, sword-wielding suspect dies at the police-involved shooting, which I like to call justice. A man wanted by police was <laughs> killed did. Saturday night after he drew a sword on police. Well, that's the wrong people to draw a sword on. Those people have guns. Like bullets like the movies. Yeah. Undefeated. <laughs> I don't think you I'm understand. Lightsaber around with me. You mm-hmm. rock no. the, the, this uh, Getting undressed at the wedding uh, reception. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is not just Saturday morning cartoons. No. no yeah, I don't you. think these people understand how um, physics works because bullets are way faster than swords. Yes, it is. So if you pull out a sword on a, a bunch of people with guns, it's probably going to end with sword welder suspect dies at the police involved shooting. Uh, police say a man, <laughs> police say a man was wanted, uh, he was wanted on several outstanding warrants, including three felony counts of producing child pornography. Damn, second, this is the second child predator that has had a fucking sword on him in the last week. I feel yeah, I like. I going to say, we're, you know, we're listening to the story. We're just going to bypass the fact that he had a sword on him. Right, yeah. This is the second time that this happened. But here's the thing it's the second time. I feel like people with sores is it, starting to become a trend that, if, if ladies, if you're dating a man that owns a sword, 
you might be in a child pedophile uh child pornography okay yeah stop letting him watch game of thrones check, check his hard drive <laughs> check his hard drive um Three fell yeah, if he watched Game of Thrones and was like, I don't see why they couldn't rape the princess. I don't get it. Then yeah. uh something's wrong. Yeah, have a conversation yeah. with them, please. Uh if you got a whole drawer in the refrigerator that just has juicy juice in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um uh, what what does he need all them gold star uh stickers from? He ain't no teacher. And Furbies. <laughs> <laughs> and goldfish. <laughs> Oh. Goldfish, goldfish, the, the snack food. Oh, okay. I thought you meant real goldfish. <laughs> goldfish. I was like, I was like, that's I say, what's going on here? Abraham, <laughs> Abraham, no, rest in peace. Uh, uh, three felony counts of possession or reproducing child pornography with the intent to distribute. This nigga was the child porn dealer. <laughs> Wait a I minute. got that child porn for you. What you what you looking for? Little girls, little boys. How does that sale take under, place? But under under uh, under five months is extra. You can't just walk to the barber shop with that shit in your uh, coat pocket in your repertoire. Hey dog, uh, <laughs> say that again. Uh, Collect it. Like yo, I got those tater tots. <laughs> Right. Like, I, got, I got a two for one. Two it's kids, like, hey man, hey dog, hey dog. Uh, I don't know if you want, but I got two for one bootleg. I got Think Like a Man. I got that Avengers. I got that uh, new new child pornography. Ain't even out yet. Uh, I got yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't forget, I also got the uh, battle battleship. Uh, what you mean? Go back to the uh, third one. Yeah. No, nah, I, I said I, I got uh, I got two girls, one juice box. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got. Think like a man, act like you're underage. Uh, I got a, uh, <laughs> I got Battleship, the actual game, and it's got kids getting fucked on it. So uh, if you let me know if you want that. Um, on May 18th, officers issued two additional warrants after the suspect gave them a fake name and eluded police on foot. Those warrants were for resisting arrest and, and identity theft. Uh, as officers, I, wait, identity theft. That means he picked a real person's name. Oh. <laughs> That's right. He making somebody name. Oh shit! I did not know they were real. What's your name, son? Uh, classic material. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. As officers searched uh, the apartment, they were threatened by the suspect who was armed with a sword. He was told to put the weapon down, but did not listen. Police say they shot the man with the non-lethal beanbag rounds, and later used lethal rounds. <laughs> He was used to the beanbags. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's yes, he was playing beanbags with the kids. You know on the videos. That was did, the name did of... Did all of this happen in the, uh, in the back of a bike shop? Yeah, uh, apparently. Let's see. The suspect, was taken, <laughs> the suspect was taken to the hospital where he died. One officer was placed on administrative leave, which is routine in these situations. Police have not released the suspect's name or the name of the bike shop that Dudley was in. So, all see? right. Mr. Horton and Dudley was in there and they was watching the uh, the nasty mice playing Tarzan in the tub. Yeah, and uh, he got caught, man. Um, this is a crazy fucking story, man. Everybody knows about how uh, uh, my man Cromarty, Antonio Cromarty. Um, the year. Yeah, everybody knows about his kids and how it's like, oh, he's, he ain't shit and all this stuff. And uh, why won't he stop having all these damn kids? Everybody keeps saying. And, you know, I say, hey, if he's paying for them, then... Good for him. Apparently, he ain't missed too many payments. But, um, yeah, for the New York Jet and the prolific baby daddy, Antonio Cromartie, it, it was wedded bliss. Tarika Carson Cromartie, guess the race, while seven months pregnant with their second child, sent the cornerback hubby these heart-stopping texts. God forgive me. I don't want to die. What have I done? 
And I cut my wrist. I took those pills. Cromartie, who was in Miami, frantically called the police at 2.43 a.m. There's a problem at my house. She's bleeding. She cut her wrist, he told the dispatcher. When no one answered the bell at the uh, house, cops broke down two doors with uh, two doors with an axe and sledgehammer <laughs> and ran upstairs and found Tarika in bed with her two daughters, not a drop of blood in sight. <gasps> Tarika confessed she had faked the suicide. Uh, because she thought Cromartie, who has 10 kids, including eight with seven other women, was cheating on her. Why the fuck does she marry him? Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you don't trust him. High profile athlete. He does probably got some money, a little uh, bit at least. Yeah, I don't know. She could have really cut her wrist and Tebow came and healed her. That's oh, what I was no, thinking too. <laughs> you trade her, trade her the blood of Teezus and it'll, it'll <laughs> save you. Um, she stated that she had no intention of going through with the act. She said she was exercising her First Amendment right to free speech and could say whatever she wanted. Whoa! That's cray cray talking. Yes, yeah. I, I, I put like this. I, I, I hope the um the steam ain't uh went off of the um you know when they press your your papers and and they the plastic open the plastic get cool. Over that wedding, you talking about the wedding certificate? Yes, I hope you know little sticker where they stamp it, you know, to make it official seal. I hope that shit ain't dry yet. Yeah, if I was him, I'd be ironing the ink off that shit. Like this never happened. Uh, The jealous wife also admitted to sending text messages to the woman she believes is romantically involved with her husband. She apparently tried to scare her off by telling her uh, that both she and her husband have. word redacted which i think is a std even though they do not so like we got hey, we got herpes so bitch you Did need to watch your back they were not filming hard knock shit <laughs> right um officers told tarika she had to undergo psychiatric evaluation at a local hospital tarika objected saying that a paid driver was coming to take her to the airport to go to miami and that she would be in her sister's wedding that weekend but cops insisted she was in need of involuntary commitment she became belligerent uncooperative irrational and argumentative uh, she said uh, she had no one to watch her kids, but finally agreed to be hauled off. The state's child protection agency took temporary care of her daughters, one with a prior relationship and one with a and one with Cromartie. So she had one from a, a relationship before them and one of his kids. And She's insane. That's the thing. She really thinks that she ain't crazy. She's like, but I, I'm supposed to be in a wedding this weekend. Well, that's why you don't fake a fucking suicide and call the get the cops called. Uh, Tarika, now 31, tweeted last month that she and the fertile footballer, 28, are expecting twins. Again, uh, another endorsement for marriage on the blackout tips. Yeah, Kamarti rep Fade Mikal did not respond to a request for comment. Um, I guess uh, you guys ever dated a, a woman that tried to kill herself? Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and what, did she uh, send you some text messages or warn you or anything? It is not really a great story. No. no. I figured it's not. I mean, it is about committing suicide. No, I just meant on, on my part. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I was getting annoyed and I hung up on her. What? P- please move on to the next news story. <laughs> no, man. No, you fuck that. no halfway story yeah, like that. Yeah, how you doing yada, yada like someone almost committing suicide? Wait, no, but I don't think she did it. Oh, okay. So you, oh, okay. So you like, never checked on her? You say you don't I'm think she did up, it. Man. So she could possibly be dead right now you you just don't know i mean it was years ago man i'm sure she's okay okay 
this nigga. This nigga, is. this nigga hung up on a suicide. Hey, like man, she was annoying, man. Going over, I'm like, hey, man. I mean, I may or may not have said, "Well, do it already." Oh I may Jesus! Or may not have said that. How you gonna Cuban be fucking suicide though? <laughs> Cuban be like this shit just uh, this shit ain't even happening right now. He was like, oh, come on, I gotta go. Yeah, he's like, you know what, man? Um, this is not nearly as fun as I thought it would be. You have a good one. Nah, man, she was just whining about. It. I'm like, man, you ain't gonna do it, man. <laughs> oh shit! Did you dare her to commit suicide, sir? I double dog dare you. I flinched that, and I ain't dare like that. Yo, so what's the next uh, news story? There? Oh, apparently, uh, let's see. I got, one. I got one last question. Was this uh, eclectic? Was this over Transformers the movie? I just need to know. Yes, she was trying to tell me that cup was dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Next uh, article: A uh, woman commits suicide after being hung up on. Jesus. Was- Hmm. It's odd that this one came up next. <laughs> woman says, woman, woman said, man didn't even give a fuck to uh, finish the call to say goodbye. Oh, okay, wow. Hello, everybody. This is uh, this is awkward now, man. Um, Eclectic <laughs> life story live on the black. <laughs> Was it a long distance relationship? Nah. Oh, oh ouch. So you did know it. All right, well, let's Spying move on. on two women over the course of a week. Jameson Marchette is accused of lewd acts at a northwest Oklahoma City apartment complex. Ivana Johnson is live in the newsroom to tell us more. Ivana? Well, Kelly, unlike other peeping Toms, Jameson wasn't shy at all. He left adult toys and magazines on the doorsteps of two different young women during the day. Then he would come back at night and watch them. He was finally caught red-handed. Just be mortified. Christy Batterson has lived at the Ambassador House for six years. She calls it a peaceful place until recently. On the end where I live, we're all pretty close and we all, you know, look out for each other. Apparently, someone else was watching and lurking. We just kept seeing remnants of where he was at. His footprints, uh, the, the items that he would leave on the door, and the girls were actually, they were scared. Worried after receiving a bag full of adult toys and magazines like Hustler, along with pornographic videos. Security officer Tanner Brown began patrolling around the clock. I live by myself, so um, it's a little, little creepy. It feels like, you know, you're violated, even though it didn't happen to me. A week after the material was left on a doorknob, one woman found Marquette close enough to her patio door to, quote, fog it up when he would breathe. Oh, oh shit. Door, he allegedly ran, then jumped behind the bushes. He got away that night. Eventually, one night, we saw the guy in the red hoodie and then called police, and then after that, they got his prints. So when Marquette came back to peep one night as he pleasured himself, police showed up. No one wants to feel uncomfortable in their home, and, I mean, it's almost a small, mild form of terrorism. These girls were, were scared. They were really terrified by this guy standing outside their windows. And although he was caught, Christie is ready to move. Marquette is being held on a $50,000 bond. Kelly. All right, Ivana. Prosecutors have now charged him with two counts of distribution of obscene materials and one count of loitering around a residence to watch an occupant. You know what's funny to me? Um, a couple of things. One, um, 
I hope he used TBGWT when he bought all those sex toys so Me that we would get 50% off. For it. No knows. need to pay full credit for that, mm-hmm. sir. Full credit. And you got to go to jail, too. We're playing yeah. Guess the get, Race. Get free shipping. And for people that have used the code already, you can uh, use it as many times as you like. Yes, sir. Use it again and again. Spice up multiple bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and why didn't, uh, I wonder if that chick who was like, well, he didn't pick me, but it's still pretty scary. I wonder if she's like, why didn't he pick me? She's a little salty. <laughs> Am I not pretty? <laughs> Am I not pretty? So guess the race of Jameson Marchette, the uh, top, the peeping Tom who leaves toys, sex gifts. Guys. Vietnamese. Vietnamese, okay. Caucasian. All right. Yeah, definitely vanilla. Uh, he's like the Santa Claus of dildos or something. He's just leaving <laughs> them for all the little girls. He's leaving them for the ho-ho-hos, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see what the, uh, people in the chat room say. White guy, white. David Hasselhoff fan. Oh, shit. Um, meth smoking, chopper riding, ZZ top beard wearing, motherfucker, equal David Duke Grand Immorial Wizard White. Jesus. Oh, that's one of those new, uh, J.I. Joe characters, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be in that movie with The Rock. Cheese Eater. Flower Face Lifetime Movie Inspiration. Old creepy white dude. Black. Greg, Greg of World Peace went black. Uh, Popson, an Indian magic carpet rider dude who gets no play. And correct answer. Correct answer is white. Yes, very white. Man, I think Mark Smith really did leave that chat room when I made that joke. (laughs) I was fucking with you, Mark. Yeah, you can come back, baby. Goddamn, he mad as shit. Don't be mad. Fuck them, they won't read my racism. Come on back, baby. I think you got mad because we won't read race, racist stuff. Oh, God. Oh, Please shit. come back. All right. Another guess the, guess the race. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. That's that's just funny. Mark, come back, dog. It's just a joke. Um, deputies arrested Douglas Edward Hasselman after they say he hit a woman driver in the head several times with a bottle of True Moo chocolate milk. Oh. Wait a minute. Did we get the answer? <laughs> to the last one? Yeah. Oh, it was white. It was white. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, along with his fist. Uh, well, damn. During a road rate incident in Punta Gorda. Oh, that that's in Florida. Oh, Florida. Um, let's see. A 54-year-old woman told deputies that when she accidentally bumped a Chevrolet Malibu at a nearby intersection and pulled over, a man came out of his car and began screaming and cursing at her. He then reached into his car, grabbed a 16-ounce bottle of cow juice, <laughs> and repeatedly hit her over the head That does and not mouth. sound like milk. That sounds like sperm. Cow juice. That also sounds hilarious. <laughs> yeah, cow juice. She got hit with that. I guess Nelly had the pimp juice. She got hit with that cow juice. Wow. Uh, when she leaned over onto the seat to avoid the punches, he reportedly leaned inside the car to continue hitting her with the bottle and his fist before driving away. A EMS paramedic uh, that was treating the woman before the deputy arrived reported that Hasselman allegedly came back and pulled up behind her ambulance where he got out and began to scream and curse the woman again. Damn, so this nigga beat her ass. Cops and EMS came. He came back, parked, and started, You stupid bitch! You fucking, you wow. crashed into my car. You, oh, you lucky how all I had was this, this cow juice. Um... The paramedic. This cow juice calls. You made me waste my whole bottle. <laughs> Sixteen ounces of chocolate cow juice. You know what I had to do to get this cow juice? <laughs> now I'm thirsty. Bro. I had to squeeze the balls myself. Damn you, bitch! You ever suck dick for a cow juice? 
I hope not. The paramedic told Hasselman to get back in his vehicle until the deputies arrived. He complied. Man, so Hasselman, he was a hassle. A check, a check of both vehicles showed neither suffered any damage. Wow, he got that mad and his car didn't even get fucked up? He denied hitting a woman with a bottle and told the deputy that the woman was lying. Big mistake. The deputy then asked him how he knew she was hit with a bottle. Aww. He fell for the matlock and shit. <laughs> He's like, I never hit that bitch with a, with a chocolate bottle of milk. Repeatedly like this. Right. Where would I even get that from? In my passenger seat? Huh? Copper, you never catch me. He declined, uh, <laughs> he declined the answer. hair was dripping with cow juice. <laughs> yeah. You think I just keep a bottle of chocolate milk in my car to beat old women with? You see any cookies in this motherfucker? <laughs> now, now, of course, people know my stance on this, and uh, I blame Obama for this bullshit because we never got our death panels, and there's no way that a 54-year-old woman should be driving and still be alive if she can't drive a car. Now, I'm okay with fully functional 54-year-olds that can drive cars and be safe. But uh, once you get over 50 and you uh, can't drive too good, I say we just uh, put, give you some of that um, lethal injection and get you out of here. So, Obama, I'm going to vote for you again. But I need my death panels in this second term, brother. Okay? You let me down. What is wrong with you, sir? The conservatives promised me death panels, Karen. They said Obama had him in the United Healthcare. In his back pocket. The Universal Healthcare. And I said, okay, do this. And now we haven't gotten him. It's they been told three you years. They lied, sir. They lied to you. So guess the race of uh, Douglas Edward Hasselman, guys. Oh, oh Lord. You gave it away. Just get her arms up. Uh, uh, who, Caucasian. Caucasian. Okay. What else? I'm going African American. Okay. Anybody else? Oh, I'm definitely I'm definitely going uh, uh grape drink. Okay, so we got two blacks and a white. Uh let's go to the chat room. Chat room. Uh we got Sherry's Joy in the house and she says white. Hi Sherry's Joy, she's single. Uh she is married to Mr. Scarfinger, so who's also, oh, in, the who's also in the chat. So Alright, who else we got in there? That's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sherry, if you ever need a man to hang up on you in your time of need, you, oh, no. you know you where to go. One. You know where to go. <laughs> Shay Whitey, um, Screech with Road Wage, White, KFC Lover. Shit, Whoopi Goldberg's lips, though. KFC Chicken Lover, <laughs> Niggas Like Churches and Popeyes. Uh, let's see, Whoopi Goldberg's lips, Jesus. All right, well, the correct answer is White. Damn it was a too. white man. Yeah, he beat the shit out of that lady. Uh, no... <laughs> No, no guess the race for this one, but uh, this is just funny. I thought you guys would get a kick out of this. This dude was angry with the Avengers movie. Uh, Maryland man caused a scare when he got frustrated and uh, pulled the fire alarm at the theater. He was watching the movie and he at the Regal Cinema, and he was mad because the movie had closed captions. That's funny. It's, it is annoying, dog. I'm not even gonna front like it's not, but that's just funny that his he's like, I'm gonna pull the fire alarm. I'm gonna stop this shit. shit. I don't even want my money back. I wanna stop everyone from seeing this bullshit. No one will watch this. I Meanwhile, that's some like uh deaf dude that's like, why? I or, if it was a three D version. <laughs> it had to be a white dude because a black person would have thought it was just subtitles. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna flip it and say it had to be a black dude because a white person would have went to see the manager. 
well there's no guess the race on this um somebody sent me a link to the to this uh video and not for me to look at it's, it's obviously pornography but not for me to look at but because of the comments uh apparently the name of the video is big tits amateur suck black dick her boyfriend so, oh, what a name! Yeah, I love how. I love how all the um, I love how all the streaming video sites like people don't even pretend to try to speak good English. No, they're just like big dick, uh, black man, woman, sex have. Like, like what were you? What were you jagging off as you typed this? Like, put a fucking yeah, good description in. And, uh, wrote this shit. Right. It's like a bunch of search tags, just like slapped together. Yeah, like Yoda wrote this shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> have sex, you will. You will have sex. Um. All right. Uh. So someone wrote, wrote. They have comments or whatever about this shit. Um. And I'll see if I can start it again. It. Uh. This one dude says, Nasty, what a disgrace. And Big Nasty responds back, Stop hating, white boy. Oh. <laughs> Did they got they racist with their names or something? Someone named LOL said, White boy mad, we got another of his kind. Woo-ha-ha, and the list grows. Oh, Lord. Sounds like a very racist some, chat room. Some pretty good ignorance right now. Uh, that's right. Make that white bitch suck your dick, said Big Dog. Oh my goodness. Uh, somebody named Someone named Fucking Gross said a nigger with that white slut. Oh, nice said someone named Someone says nice. She loves the big black cock smiley face. I like the smiley face, like, and it's the smiley face. <laughs> it's the smiley face with the D on it too, like where it's like with the mouth happy over, like, smile. Like, it look like one of the giggles cookies from the yeah. Yes, it's like the both sets of teeth smile and shit. Like, yeah. Boondocks taught us bitches love smiley faces. <laughs> uh, so the next person they change their name to damn, and they say damn, nothing better than a snow bunny sucking a big black dick. Snow bunny. Porn lover says, LOL, look at his small dick rolling on the floor laughing. It's not true about every black guy, is it? Um, so apparently that dude was watching the dick in the porn. Yeah. I watched his dick for 20 minutes, and I'm going to tell you something. It's not that impressive. Yeah, I was always, not impressed at all. Yeah, he was hung like a light room. switch. Well, you say classic. I heard it going like a light switch part. There's always that dude in your crew that, like, you know, makes that kind of, like, questionable comment. Like, oh, yo, homie. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... like you, you'd be at a bachelor party. He'd be like, yeah, man, his thrust action is just not there. Like, um, yeah. yeah. His balls aren't when, symmetrical. When, when, yeah, when, like, me, on, when me and Roger covered the article before where two dudes talked about a baby soft dick. No, they, that was a message board post about oh. our, about uh, porn. But um, you know what's funny, too? is like I remember once we had a uh, a draft party for our fantasy football league, and my, I'm the only black dude in this league, and they were like, oh, let's uh, say that again. They were like, pull your dick out? No, I, I I win the league every year, so I mean it's like I'm pulling my dick out on them anyway. But oh, um, so uh, anyway, we were um, we were uh, about to go draft or whatever, and they they had an idea because this one dude, he's just like super horny older dude that's like can't like he's always trying to holler at chicks and shit. So they thought it would be funny to put porn on during the draft to distract him from making good picks. And uh, it was his best draft ever, and I actually got distracted because it, I started people watching because there was a couple scenes where it was like a black dude fucking a white chick, and I was like, how is this going to go over? 
<laughs> like, is everyone going to act that, that super cool? That never will. Like, are we going to act super cool with it because I'm here? Are they going to fast forward? Are, are they going to pretend like the, to admire it? Like, I don't even know. It was just such an awkward situation racially. You distracted. Like, I was, yeah, I was watching them to see what they was going to be like. Well, you know, Rod, uh, it's, it, that's good. You know, I, I love me some progress. And, uh, hey, I jacked off to it. Okay. I'll let you know right now. Uh, I have no problem with racism. <laughs> And uh, I, I, there's nothing wrong with that, and uh, I wouldn't judge anyone, okay? Uh, so, and if you're not into it, I wouldn't judge that either, right? It's not. It's up to you. Uh, I understand what my people did, and uh, like I was just like, this is awkward as fuck. Anyway, uh, there's more comments. Super honky, right, Sid? Wow, what a That's name! My favorite adventure, by the way. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be in Avengers too. Um, crazy, I can say nigger on this site, but get flagged for Jew. White power. I hate the way she drains his cock like a baby bottle full of AIDS. Enjoy the death serum, bitch. Oh, oh, wow. I think, I think he's in our chat room. Yeah, that's the kind of dude that beat off with brass knuckles. Yeah, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know Mark Smith had an account on this board. Uh, someone's named Aha Aha says, this is the Wait, perfect. That, that's, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is, uh, the perfect way to piss white racist fuckers off. Get back at them for slavery. Well, I don't Aww. know. To be quite honest, I don't know if this makes up for 400 years of repression, but, uh, alright, it's a start. <laughs> like, that's terrible. Like slaves. Yeah, like that's supposed to break it even. Like slaves is in heaven, like, finally! <laughs> it's even, I can Checking rest them in down peace. one at a time, one at a time. It I can rest like that. The, the ghost of Sojourner Truth is like, yes! Let oh. me ask this on the on the on the on the show here, and this is a more of a porn question. But yeah. I notice, like a lot of porn, they put teen in the in the porn. Like this thing has the teenbay dot com or something. Yeah. In the in the caption, like why do they fuck with you with that? Because you know you're trying to watch adult porn, and they're like, <laughs> oh these these crazy teens on it. Like come on, really? There's dude? a lot of dudes that are into that shit. They man. into I just, that barely like I, eighteen I, shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not judging them necessarily because i've never been into it but um i'm sure there's a lot of dudes that are into it because there's so much of that type of porn out there but um i've always been attracted to older women even when i was younger i was like Mm-mm, i'll give me them old women they like they know what they doing Mm-mm. see yeah uh, my, my rule is that we got to be able to drink you can't drink i ain't fucking with you yeah i just don't i've never but the barely legal chicks they be like 40 though they just have pigtails yeah. and the yeah family. yeah it's not like it's some type of weird fantasy thing because it's not even like I said, on those sites, it's the same fucking porn stars and shit. But it's yeah, like watching amateur about shit. It's, it's something, it's something it's, to it. It's just a hit. You have to use it for search terms. Oh, if I put teen in the search category, a lot of people will hit it. I don't know, man, but I, I was actually talking about, like, real titles. Like, I would go in a, um adult video store back in the day when they used to have them and shit, and it would it'll be a whole section, like, teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Lil Lupe. Oops, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, okay. Shout out to uh, that uh, black cheerleader search. Oh, black cheerleader search. Freak hoes and flows. Yo, yo, my man Jake Steve was into teens, apparently. That nigga went to prison behind that. Fucking with teens, real teens. He had some unreleased footage. Uh, do a Coastal of the Podcast porn episode one day or something, like all the 80s and 90s porn that we snuck or something. <laughs> all right, that's what's hey, up. We got to do the whole uh, Taboo trilogy. <laughs> that was the Kate Parker. Kate Parker was, she was that chick. 
You fucked Paul? <laughs> she was she was the baddest. I like me some K Parker though, dog. I fuck with K Parker. I was like, yes, another one of these. You know she gonna fuck her son in the end, but still <laughs> I, I can just imagine I just in real life I know those two people don't know each other. I'll be fine. Yeah. Um all right, looks says like she would have enjoyed a cock that was a little bigger. Someone says, every day I see more and more mixed couple in every city of Europe. I'm not African-American, but Caribbean. You call me black even. I see a a lot of mixed couple on Facebook, restaurants, clubs, on the streets. The more you hate, the more I enjoy fucking white girls, especially with white boyfriends. Ha, ha, ha. True story. Oh. What? I thought you guys came here to jack off. No. What has they, this turned into? They actually talk about real life stories. They trolling each other with, with interracial sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I love me a white woman, and I only do it because it makes white people mad. Other than that, I don't care. Uh, not, not, not because I, I just enjoy her, huh? Yeah. No. Some, dude, some dude's name is Cuban. He says, My girlfriend is German, redhead, blue eyes. And I love living in Spain. There are a lot of racist people, but most of them are fat guys with no jobs, etc. Some of them have hot girlfriends. Bang by me, and he has the X with the smiley face. Oh, bang by like me. Prison poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Think about this. It's the name of this person. If you're not another white trash poor guy, not study, no money, etc., and you come from a regular family of rich, you have a hot sister, what would you do if you discover your sister, cousin, mom had been being fucked by a black Latino or something else? Ha, 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 what would you do? He just want to... Uh, he, stink manner? He just wanted to... <laughs> yo, how he, that's what you do. How he just... Angry. How is he just going to... He just going to leave that open-ended question just to make him mad. Like, are you mad? You mad? That's all that was missing was you mad. <laughs> Think he about, probably forgot to type it. I guess he, he later on he reconsidered and wanted to post something else because he also put... Think about this also... Or no, this is a person retaliating against him. So they, the last dude was think about this, and then the white dude was think about this also. If it wasn't for my white ancestors bringing your jigaboo asses over here, you wouldn't have the chance to fuck white women. You are welcome. <laughs> we bought you on the boat, baby. <laughs> Script from uh, Do the Right Thing Part, part Two. <laughs> you are welcome. Gina would love to be at her place as a woman. Uh, Swift says, you people can't even just watch porn. You always gotta bring race into everything going on in your life. In the end, you are the one that's fucked. So, so he's trying not to... Making sense. You're just bringing no, he was trying to teach black people. He's trying to teach black people. Like, black people can't even watch porn without being racist. Even though the first comment was something about a nigger or something. Um, and to think about this also, good point. Blacks should be thankful for slavery. It's the best thing to ever happen to their race. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, oh god! I haven't even watched this video, but now I kind of want to. Um, I know, say that one. Uh, sword wielder lops off realtor's arm and wounds two other people before a capture. Oh shit! A 63-year-old Tokyo man was arrested Friday after chopping off the left arm of a Utsunamiya real estate agency head. What kind of clan is that? With a uh, he's a uh, part of the Uchigawa clan, Karen. Uh, with a samurai sword and seriously wounding two others. Hifumi Kuwada, guess the race, was arrested in alleged attempted murder. He's the leader murder, of the clan. Alleged, alleged attempted murder of Katsumi Jitsukata, 65, uh, president of Daikyo 
home and two employees wielding a sword with a 70 centimeter blade uh he has confessed to the police uh the two employees hiroshi and uh uh who's 51 um and the president um and kiyoshi uh sustained severe stomach wounds so he gutted them fools oh um the sword was found at the real estate office uh kawado from the tokyo suburb of fuchu Told police he runs a construction business. Police suspected the attack was business related and a plan to and plan to investigate further. Kawada initially fled the scene of the crime in his car, but was soon caught and arrested. Another employee of the real estate firm who fell down the stairway tried to get away from the attack. <laughs> uh, uh, so he he got away, but he fell down the steps. Um, you would too, being cut. He, he was carried out. Uh, by Kawada and suffered minor injuries. According to a 65-year-old man who has business relations with Daikyo Home, Kawada had ordered the real estate firm to work on an apartment building project. The source said one of the employees uh, called him for help at 4 p.m., saying a man who had brought a sword in a golf bag had attacked two employees as well as the president. So, oh, he was hot. Yeah. Um. All right, man. So if you're listening to this podcast, don't do this at work, but... um. There's a website called soloflesh.com. Uh-oh, that don't sound And uh good. they're trying to up they're trying to up the ante for the fleshlight. Um apparently they have a like um male masturbator toy that you fuck. Is it frozen in carbonite like Han Solo? Uh no, it's it's apparently soft and flesh like. But um, it basically looks like a woman's like ass cheeks and vagina and like her just like her mid her torso area, but no legs and no top, no boobs or anything. Oh my! And somebody was like, "Isn't this better than the flashlight?" And I was like, "Yeah, if you're a fucking serial killer, like who? That's like that's like uh that 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 scene in a Silent Hill where that thing is raping a mannequin. Like what what is wrong with you?" Like, how do you jack off into that and not feel like a loser the second you're done? Like, oh, I just fucked into a uh, dismembered body. I don't know. That's 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 what happened when you can't get a woman. You when when you've gone so low that even the prostitutes like, nah, nigga, I don't want your money. Keep it. Yeah, they actually have some questions because I know uh, Eclectic probably is interested in this. Uh, he says, "Can it be ordered to my APO address?" So it says, "Yes." Uh, if you're in the armed forces, we'll send it to you. Uh, it says wow. what lubricants can be used with the solo flesh. Um, and it says <laughs> solo flesh just sounds lonely. Uh, yes. Only, By yourself. Only water-based lubricants can be used. So use Astroglide, they say. Uh, how long does it last? I have a question. It, I thought it only was water-based. They got acid-based or some shit? I don't understand this. Uh, no, they have like... Um, they want to have oil in it. Yeah, petroleum-based. Okay. Acid-based, like yeah. the Joker and shit. Don't try to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. In case uh, in case that uh, the DA is getting a little too close on your heels, you can throw it on their face, Karen. Yes. Um. Let's see. How long will it last? It wears with use. The life expectancy of this product uh, varies with actual use. Laboratory tests have yielded over 48 hours of continuous use in simulated conditions, which equates to 96 uh, uses of 30 minutes per use uh, when used as recommended. Of course, the more vigorously the product is used, the lower the life expectancy. Because, you know, some of you guys are freaks. So I'm going to fuck the shit out of this torso. I'm just gonna put this in my couch cushions, <laughs> right? Um, get a running start. <laughs> get a running start. 
does it have a plastic smell the solo ps solo flesh psd is made specifically formulated from 100 percent silicone material that is completely scent free damn so, can you get madden on that bitch <laughs> i want to know can you get <laughs> vagina smell on it because i actually think vagina smell would be better than no smell at all uh you probably have to spray it with the cologne today you have to buy separately <laughs> something no, vaginal smell she just go get pussy <laughs> yeah, pussy smell spray. <laughs> I'm gonna get that that pussy incense and shit. Like, let me just burn this and get my solo flesh out. It's gonna be one of those nights. Um, it says. Uh, you think they got pussy smelling candles? Did they just light up and just fill the room full of pussy? How much body weight can the solo flesh PSD support? <laughs> I know, I'm terrible. Pussy, pussy incense. Yeah, yes, they're gonna come with the next Brian McKnight CD. By the way, this is the hairiest <laughs> candle I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much body weight can the solo flesh PSD support? It is not designed to support body weight, although it is extremely durable for desi- for design use. Subjecting to body weight could cause a failure that could result in personal injury. It's not designed to support body weight. What the fuck you getting it for then? I guess don't lay on top of this thing, but uh, yeah, you can also injure yourself. The, uh, turbo and ozone on that bitch. Uh, <laughs> are there any risk associated with using it? It's designed primarily to be used when filled with warm water, body temperature. It warm water. Uh, is it, bathing with it? I don't understand. If excessively hot you water is women do you you put your uh, your feet up on the uh, wall right by the faucet? Yeah, that, that's what that's what that's what I do. <laughs> um, it is it, it, if you use hot water, there's a burn risk. So yeah, don't put hot water, boiling hot water into this thing and then put your dick in there. That's that's smart. It will make it melt, won't it? it, yeah, it I'm gonna take this espresso. Yeah, <laughs> let me just uh, pour some coffee in here. I'm really, really horny today, and I don't have much time. Yeah. <laughs> if exposed to uh, sharp objects, puncturing, bursting could occur, which could result in property damage. If puncturing with, when filled with water, the water level reaches and and the water level reaches an electrical power source. There's a risk of electric shock. <laughs> What are they doing? Stabbing? It's like, I'm going to fuck this. fucking play Call of Duty at the same time. <laughs> Let me fuck this thing by the electrical outlet. Um, all right. You know what? Somebody did that shit. That's why they got to put that one in there. Guess the race on this one. A man who has 30 kids with 11 women wants child support break. <gasps> Word. Uh, Don't you mean guess the professional sports league? <laughs> this man's name is Des- Desmond Hatchett. And uh, he's 33 years old, lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, reportedly uh, uh, he has a record for ability to produce. He has 30 children with 11 women. Nine of those children were born in the last three years. Got your body! After Hatchet, who was something of a local celebrity, vowed, I'm done, in a 2009 TV interview, saying he wouldn't father more children. But Hatchet is back in the news this week because he's struggling to make ends meet on his minimum wage job. His inability to make child support payments on such a meager salary also means he's back in court again and again, most recently to ask for a break on those payments. I mean, how do you break uh, $7.50 into 30 anyway? You don't get a check. Child support ain't got no, no value meal. Uh, I mean, you. <laughs> what, do you get a dollar per child per week? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, $7, and that's more than you make an hour. Shout out to Sally Struthers. Yes, we've got several cases with Mr. Hatchett. Melissa Gibson, an assistant supervisor with the Knox County Child Support Clerk's Office, said with a sigh. (laughs) You think it was a Gabby sigh, Karen? (sighs) Hatchett. uh, 
That was a young and a restless side. Hatchet attorney Keith Pope <laughs> did not return phone calls. Under the law, there's nothing officials can do to force him to keep his pants on. If there's something out there like that, I'm unaware of it, Gibson told the Times before adding, it definitely needs to be. <laughs> the attorney was like, he needs to wrap it up, but we don't have a way to make him do it. He needs a chastity belt. <laughs> Gibson said Hatchet is... me something. Keep them shits to not run. He believes they hold the record for having the most children in Knox County uh, and holds a similar record in most counties in the U.S., which might explain why the news uh, of his predicament was pinging around the Internet on Friday. Gibson said he couldn't say whether any of his children received public assistance. The youngest is a toddler. The oldest is 14. He, he says uh, whether uh, the TV interviewer asked him, can he keep up with it all? And he said he knows all their names, ages and birth dates. Damn, Decker dad. So he pulled that Cromartie on him. Also in a TV interview. Were they all in his iPhone? They you know, bring up each day. Siri, which child's birthday is it today? Um, all three of them um, are tomorrow and one today. Also in TV interview. Yeah, Hatchet, I, I, I can see that now. Be like, uh, uh, Siri, um, how many children do I have? Well, lazy ass nigga who fucks <laughs> that minimum wage job who should have wrapped his dick up. You have nine kids and one on the way. Yeah, well, he has 30 and nine in the last few years. Oh, 30. Oh, yeah. whoa. Um, oh, God almighty. What? Uh, you should start a league. Oh, wow. Does, does, that's actually a classroom full of kids. Also in a TV interview, Hatchet tried to explain in a PG-rated way how he managed to end up with so many kids. He said, I had four kids in the same year, twice. should have said, fuck him. Yeah. Um, also, that's um, only eight of 30. He's showing up at the mom. And my thing is that... I met my own no. Wouldn't his dick just fall off of me? No. Mm-mm. She's just having all these kids. Surprisingly durable, Karen. That's how you exercise it. When Hatchet is working, he is required to turn over 50% of his wages to child support, the maximum allowed under the law. You know what? This is a prime example of right to say your dick ain't shit. You know, he ought to look at his dick, but I, nigga, you need to get a job. Mm-hmm. It does have a job, producing more of them babies. Child support payments are based in parts on age and needs of children. Some of the mothers of Hatchet's children get only $1.49 a month. Oh, shit, I was just fucking around. Well, depending on where you live, that might be enough. Guys, uh, guess the race of Mr. Desmond Hatchet. Uh, Mr. Desmond, definitely. He's he's a Kenyan. Kenyan, Kenyan. Okay, African. He's on the um. He's Akeem, the African dream, uh, African. Anybody else want to um guess the race? I agree with E. Okay, black. Yeah, definitely, definitely down with the uh, down with the brothers here. Let's see what the chat room says. 84 Iraq Camaro driver lives down south, runs moonshine on Discovery Channel. All while playing I Got Bitches by Lil B, white. Wow. So, Evo thinks he's white. Mexican says Sherry's Joy. Uh, N-word says Scarfinger. Uh, the dude cast his thug Nivison, the live motion picture version of the Boondocks. Negro <laughs> Sperm Bank. Negro Sperm Bank. Uh, one who has Cromartie, Sean Kemp, and Evander Holyfield posters over his bed, black. Brother who skipped out wow. on health education classes and subject of Newt Gingrich attacks at and plantation repopulator. Correct answer, black. Yeah, that was easy. 30 kids. Good God, son. Um, That's dope. You should start a record label. A Michigan teenager found uh, a 14-year-old boy bit in the part of a finger while eating at Arby's in Michigan. 
So say that one more time. Roast beef. You gonna turn into a superhero? (laughs) Roast beef man. (laughs) It was a radioactive finger, and uh, apparently he has roast beef superpowers now. Um, Super meat curtains. (laughs) 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 My powers of Arby sauce. Uh, Ryan, (laughs) my my roast beef sense is tingling. I'm shooting curly fries at these bitches. (laughs) Apparently. Apparently, yes, he won't can't make potato cakes. You know, you got to have all five fingers. For oh, that. horseradish sauce, my only weakness. Horseradish sauce. Oh, um, all right. Ryan Hart was finished his finishing his roast beef sandwich at the restaurant in Jackson when he tasted something rubbery. <gasps> he spat the item out. He told the website, rev- rev- I was like, that's got to be a finger. I was about to puke. It was just nasty. The chunk of human flesh, which was included, which included the fingerprint was around an inch long. Oh shit! Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty big. Sound like he owns Arby's now, right? Basically, an employee at the restaurant cut her finger on a meat slicer just before the teenager's order was sent out. She cut her finger off, dog. Did she not realize this shit? What is she? Wait a minute. This is not my favorite episode of Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. You don't stop everything when the finger gets sliced off. You still put that next order out. You don't find the finger. Come on, they got the leanest of meat there. <laughs> Apparently so, man. It's finger licking good. Um, Steve Hall, environmental health director for Jackson County Health Department, said the worker apparently left her station and colleagues continued completing orders before they knew what happened. Oh, so she just dipped. And they kept working. They was like, oh, yeah, just hand me that bloody sandwich, dog. We got some oh, orders boy. to fill. Yeah, nobody noticed all the blood everywhere. Yeah, pick that finger up, dog. It fell out the... Fell out the food. Somebody loses a finger and you keep sending food out the window? I can't believe that, said Ryan's mom, Jamie Vale. Vale added that her son was traumatized and he was prescribed medication and has had trouble eating or sleeping following the incident because she's trying to sue the motherfuckers for everything they got. No, and, and, oh, shit, he asked for a number one. <laughs> he asked for the middle finger sandwich. You didn't know they were serving that now? Yeah. Um, Arby's vice president, um, John Gray, said the statement he was deeply concerned and apologetic to the guests involved in this unfortunate incident. Now I'll sue the hell out of them, too. Well, that was the last story of the day, man. Um, first of all, thank you guys for being on the show, man. Really enjoy having you guys on. Yes. Um, I mean, if you enjoyed it so much, why don't you have us back? We will. We will. Okay. We will, dog. Why wouldn't we? Um, I never. That never even crossed my mind that we wouldn't until you said that. So I guess I have to think about it. That's just fucked up. <laughs> you don't have to have all of us back. Yeah. Hmm, maybe I'll just me. go. I'll just go with Tim Dog. He's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, there you go. Tim Dog talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you guys can check them out, man, on the Coast of the Podcast. One, it's excellently produced. Um, it definitely takes you guys takes you back to you know back in the day. A lot of memories, especially if you're in the wrestling. I know I don't talk about wrestling on the show much because I, I I wasn't into it growing up. But these guys are some pretty hardcore wrestling fans, and they they get into all that stuff, man. Yes, so they do. Check them out, man. Um, and I've been on the show before, man. I, I interviewed uh, Stan Bush. Uh, along with my man, uh, um, Classic Materia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that we've given the definitive Stan Bush interview of all time. Yes, Damn, y'all did. Beef? All time. That, that, Who, dude should have beef. That was, was excellent. Tim, I think we, we should have beef. I mean, because we basically got replaced for the uh, celebrity interview. Mm. Well, yeah. uh, of all the people to replace you guys with, I mean, none, none better than Rodimus Prime from the Black Eye Hotel. So, I mean, come on. Especially since I wasn't going to be available that weekend anyway. Yeah, it's like a very special episode of, like, Blossom or something. It's not yeah, nothing yeah. to be... Uh, yeah, it was Tim was caught in the uh, refrigerator box. 
Yeah, and I had to save him. And, uh, and not to mention, uh, one of our, uh, you guys have been on the show for some of our highest rated episodes. Uh, Karen, you've been on for our Ninja Turtles uh, episode, as yes. well as uh, hosting or uh, being part of our All Ladies podcast. So we appreciate you. Yes. Uh-huh. Shout out to Miss Classic. She did a great job. She always asks about you. Yeah, man, Karen had the dope NBA uh, discussion. Yeah, I wanted to kill Eclectic that day. I <laughs> <laughs> that shit like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? But, uh, yes, I love him very dearly, but, but I always call him old, angry, old man. Yeah, that was before I realized that he was just a curmudgeon and that he was, he was probably at the movies at, at like eight years old watching Transformers. Like, this is some bullshit, Dad. I was hyped when I watched that shit because my man got lit up about the chess piece. Oh, Child so you, so you weren't, um, so you weren't, um, disgusted with Transformers the movie until much later in life? No, I was I was I was good with the movie when my man got shot and killed, and then after that I was pissed off. But you know, oh, okay. I couldn't go nowhere because I I couldn't. Well, uh, you know, my favorite part is when uh, Megatron gets sent to uh, fucking oblivion and Starscream. He was like, "Wait, I still function." And Starscream said, "Wanna bet?" And let his ass go. I was like, "That's gangster." Did you hear the clips of that on the uh, show when Shiny came on the show? No, nah, I didn't. No, nah, I didn't hear that one yet. Man. Go listen to the uh, any pod break. We get we talk we talk for about fifteen to twenty minutes about the Transformer movies, it's clips and everything. All right, man. I can't wait to uh, do that show with you guys one day, man. And um, yeah. Also, while we're speaking on it, make sure you guys check out Eclectic's podcast, uh, the Eclectic Discussion Podcast, or EDP as he prefers to call it. You can check out his website, eclecticrelaxation.com. Of course, this will all be in the show notes. Take out Tim Dog. On uh, the Click Nation podcast, and uh, you can check out their website, The Click Nation, and it's K-L-I-Q. Like I said, it'll be in the show notes. They're also on uh, Stitcher and iTunes and all that good stuff, so um, make sure you guys are doing that, man. Follow them on Twitter, too. Uh, it's at Classic Materia, at Eclectic, and at TimDog98. Um, so. We spell nothing correctly. No, that's how I should. that was the only reason I thought y'all was black before y'all came on the show. You got like, classic, mm. you got eclectic, we got two G's and dog, we got yeah. click with a Q. <laughs> yeah. The best best ways to to get all of us is at Colts for the Pod on Twitter. If you follow yeah. that, then you'll you'll get into the rest of the stuff. But uh again, uh Rod Karen, thank you for having us on the show. No problem, man. No problem. no problem. It's no problem. Uh, of course you can find us the blackouttips.com. This show was sponsored, it was brought to you by uh Shadow Dog Productions. Go to youtube.com, look for Shadow Dog Productions and uh Check out their videos, like them, and all that good shit, man. Um, leave comments. It makes us look better, and it doesn't cost you a cent. If you're nope. listening right now, take your time out. Go like and comment on one video, and uh, they'll keep giving us money to do shows. Because uh, once they stop giving us money, then I'm just quitting. So, fuck it. No, um, you ain't. What? Oh, I'm sorry. We'll do it for free. But it'll be we were way, doing it for free before, son. It'll be way shorter. It's going to be 10 to 15-minute podcast until we get paid for it. I'm small now. <laughs> Never going back to free. I'm like, this podcast is brought to you by, well, guys, there's no sponsor. Anyway, uh, I had one random thought and one article to guess the race, and we're going to go home and watch the game. Anyway, um, yeah, so check that out. And of course, adamandeve.com. Use the code TBGWT. Get 50% off of one item, three free DVDs, a sensual gift that's so so sensual that you can't leave it on the doorstep because the police will come and get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And free yes, shipping. They will. Yes, they will. And, and before we uh, close out the show, I want to remind everybody we got a spoiled movie reviews tonight. I'm uh, not tonight, but Wednesday night at 9:30, right? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Okay. Because I'm sorry, the time has it's been right. changed before. They don't so need it, to know that shit. It's at uh, nine oh, o'clock. Shit. 
uh, Wednesday live here on uh, Vocal. You can follow the show on iTunes, Podomatic, Facebook, Google+, Tumblr, and soon to be back on uh, Stitcher Radio. We also have an email address at SpoilMovieReviews.com. We also have a... um. Twitter account to it is at... No, sportmoviereviews.com, oh, right? Yes, yeah. at gmail.com. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sportmoviereviews at gmail.com. I'm, I'm fucking that up. I'm sorry, y'all. Right. Y'all got to work with me a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of new at, at this promoting thing here. And uh, also at uh, SpoilMoviePod is the uh, Twitter account. It's a show that me, Rod, Chris, Kev, and Phenom Black do. Uh, me, Rod, and Brandon normally always there. Chris and Kev, eh, if they, you know, if, if they right. feel like showing up, they'll, they'll, they'll show up. All right. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Rodimus Prime. Say that again. That is in D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. You can call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail throughout the week. Talk to us live Saturday mornings. Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. You can uh, also go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We promise we'll read it on the show. Make sure you're leaving comments and voting in the polls on the website. We put a poll up for every episode. Who knows what it'll be for this episode, but uh, you might want to have your voice voice heard um by going there um you can also donate subscribe and go to the store right there on the website theblackouttips.com thank you everybody out there who uh listens and supports us yeah uh, it really does matter it um, does so until next time love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.